Hey, what's going on, fam? This week's episode is brought to you by Optics Falls. Hey, yo, welcome to the show. And if you ain't know, well, now you know. I'm out of here. If you don't, we don't give a damn. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Listen hey, yo. to this, hey, fam. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Off the door right there. Off the door. Hey, yo, welcome back to another episode of the Ayo hey, Listen to This Fan Podcast, where we talk about film, TV, hot topics, and all things to get you throughout the week. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin J. Stone. And I'm Maria, the creative. And our other co-host, you know, Steph, the director, is still serving the country. Yes, he is. So shout out to him. Um, and uh, we also want to start off this episode by... Oh, di- wait, hold up. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to uh, Justin Jacobs, because he is back. Oh, 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 welcome back, Justin. Justin welcome is back. one of our... Um, Marines on the team, yes. and he One was the original co-host of the AOs. That's right, exactly. And he is back from his deployment. He's back uh, for good. So we just want to welcome him back home. So I'm sorry, you are not what? a soldier. You're a Marine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, welcome back I home, know brother. Drinker and uh, what's the song? Zion. Z- yeah, Zion. I, Zion. <laughs> Zion. Zion. But I, I say Zion because <laughs> um uh Germana. Yeah, Germana. She always say, "Hey, Zion." <laughs> I know they are happy to have him back, and we happy yes. to have him back too. Man. Yes, welcome back, brother. Yeah. But we want to start off this episode as well by dedicating this episode to uh, a friend of Steph, his best friend, Devin Williams, that passed away yes. last week uh, in a car accident. And uh, we know Steph is going through a lot right now, so our prayers are with you and with your family and with his family. Um, I've definitely been praying for him because I know that yeah. he's been having it hard. I saw him go live last week mm-hmm. and he was like, he broke down a lot. It's the first time I've ever seen Steph cry. Yeah. So that was tough. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I reached out to him. I told him, that, you know, you know, I'm always here for you. Got your back. So yeah. Y'all send a prayer out to Steph and, and Devin's family as well. Um, yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Devin, he's so, so young. 20 something. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is. <laughs> um, and I hear he's a father too. Yeah. 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 Man, he was um he was gonna be the best man um and stuff. And Steph's wedding, His yeah, it's definitely yeah. uh Chile's wedding, yeah. Yep. Man, I tell you. Yeah, rest in peace to him. Oh um, <clears throat> uh now we normally start with the easy day updates, but I had to get that out of the way because that was important. But we're gonna start with the the updates for easy day because it's the only way. That's right. So make sure you're subscribing to the YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash easydayent. Subscribe to the channel. Run those numbers up. Check out all the content we got over there. Uh, Wasteland, uh, Bumping at Night, Optics Falls, which Optics just went Falls. on. It's on a streaming service. I mean, on a, on a, yes. What is it? Streaming service? It's on um, Freely TV. Freely TV. It is streaming on Freely TV. Optics Falls. I'm so excited. I'm so yes. proud of you guys. We got yeah. that, that applause right there. Applause. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so excited. So make sure you guys are running those numbers up on Freely TV. You can download it for free. It's a free TV app. And uh Spell yeah. it out too, because just make sure they got the spell. So right. it yeah, it's freely F-R-E-E-L-I TV. That's F-R-E-E-L-I-T-V. So yeah. make sure you go and download that from your um app store. And begin watching Optics Falls. Yeah, today, make sure you're downloading baby. the right freely because you know the other freely could be a porn app. We don't know. <laughs> so just make sure you get the right one. It's the it's the, the freely with an I at the end, not yeah, a Y. Yeah, a little I at the end. <laughs> TV. So yeah. And also make sure you're getting the Easy Day merch. Yes. 
That's right. Right now I'm wearing the Black Filmmakers Matter shirt that mm. is in our uh, merch store. We also have um, the uh, shirts that have um, different positions on the uh, mm-hmm. production crew, such as director, um, producer, uh, writer. writer. Did yeah. we have one? I don't think, but we can make it. one. It's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one I think is... Um, I know it's a filmmaker's one. Well, you got the filmmaker. Yeah, one I got on. the filmmaker one on, and we got the um, we got this in um, June Juneteenth, Juneteenth colors. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's green, red, and yellow. Um, and we also have like uh, actor shirts mm-hmm. as well as um, um, makeup artists. So yeah, make sure you head on over to the Easy, easy day. Day. the Easy Day website. It's just that easy. Easyday.com. Yeah. Dot com. yeah. <laughs> And you know, easy is E-A-Z. If you don't know by now, you know, you're not supporting us like that. But easy is E-A-Z-E. Call them out, Kevin. Not, E-S- not E-A-S-Y. E-A-Z-E. E-A-Z-E. Um, and as always, you know, Maria is doing headshot photos for the actors. Dancers, you know, people in the entertainment industry, if you need headshots, Maria's doing those. That's right. Come holler at your girl. And, and you can that? find me at uh, www.godbox.com productions.com or you can go to my business facebook page which is godbox godbox productions and you can also book me there and also all the women today is your day is international women's day so happy international women's day the time you're hearing this it won't be that day anymore but you can still celebrate it happy international women's day without women this country this world actually would be full of shit i mean it already is but it'll be it'll be worse off so we thank y'all for doing all that y'all do and to contribute to this world. And yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just flexing. No, 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 as you should. I'm just flexing. As, as you should. You're a black woman. You're a mother. You're a creator. Okay. You're a businesswoman. You're a veteran. Sincere. Woman of many hats. I am. Thank and y'all you. deserve thank to be you. Thank you. I get it from yeah. my mama. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm saying <laughs> I don't want to be biased, but I mean, black women just is something special to me. It's just, it's just something about that black girl magic. It's okay, just... <laughs> black women are special to me too. Just so you know, I love you guys. All women are special though. All women are, but, but the black ones just have a. It's just a, a magic. certain genetic. That's a lot that they have to overcome because black women are, are often <laughs> overlooked, and I feel like yes, they need their flowers. Thank you. Yeah, especially the black women with no booties. We need. We deserve love. <laughs> we deserve attention. Okay. <laughs> we out here. We could read. That's right. We could read and write and right. in math. And math. And math. And, and math. Yeah. That's right. We're gonna, we're gonna work on the math, but we can math too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so let's get into some other quick updates. So this other update I have for you guys is Brandy's coming back to TV. Ooh. Now I'd heard about this series called uh Queens mm-hmm. about this rap group. Um and I know the E was attached to it. But it looks like Notori Norton is also attached to it. So I don't know how she's doing that. And the power, I guess she's she can work for two networks at one time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is going to be on ABC. But now Brandy's being attached to it too. And so yeah. in Queens, it's four strange and out-of-touch women in their 40s. Three of them played by Brandy, Notori Norton, and Eve reunite for a chance to recapture their fame <laughs> and regain the swagger they had as the nasty bitches. First of all, ABC letting all this fly. I don't know how they let a name like that, nasty bitches. Because ABC and Disney are together. And I mean, for them to put a show together, it's going to be like a, a drama show about this rap group that was doing their thing in the 90s, mm-hmm. coming back together, called The Nasty Bitches. ABC, y'all letting a lot fly. Listen, <laughs> I'm just saying, we listen, we are a different country now. 
And we just gonna... we just need, just go ahead and accept that because a lot of things that's flying right now just didn't back in the day. And what's crazy is we were way more censored on we air, were. but we're way more censored in our personal lives than we are on TV. Can you make that make sense for me? To a degree, because I, I got a rant later on. I'm gonna get to it. Okay, but, but <laughs> they they letting this fly. There's a lot of stuff that they are being soft on in other areas. Um. But back to the show, it's called Queens, and they're going to be doing original music, so Eve's going to be rapping. Ooh. Now, it was getting me, I know Brandy, she did the rap thing, B-Rocker or whatever, a couple years ago. Not, not, not really feeling it, but she's going to be actually <laughs> rapping on this show. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so they're writing, they're performing actual rap songs, they're writing it, and I don't know who's writing for Brandy, I just, I don't, I got to see her in action, because her being a rapper, I mean, I'd rather her be a singer. Maybe, you know, she, maybe it's like a rap group with a singer. I think I've heard what when she was calling herself um, transitioning. Yeah, I think I had heard a couple of bars or so. It, it, from what I remember, she didn't sound bad. Okay, well, you must not have heard the right thing. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Yikes! <laughs> you heard what you wanted to hear. That's exactly what it sounds like to me. <laughs> it didn't sound bad. Listen, all these little different chicks that's coming out rapping now, she can't be no worse. Oh, uh, okay. Bruh. Uh, Carisha. <laughs> Carisha. Whatever. Yeah, she don't write. Flewed out. <laughs> Are you serious? But listen, the, way, the way she get, the way she delivers it is is what's important. So I guess maybe... maybe she talks like... <laughs> like she just learned English, my bruh. But like, it better be hitting on them, them songs, though. It'd be hitting. That beat, I think it's, it might it's be the beat. beat. It might be the beat. And they have a catchy hook. Like, yeah. it's really not that hard to be a freaking artist. Because that, that act up, you can get smashed up, snapped up, whatever it goes. That was fire. <laughs> was that from Carissa? Carissa? Yeah, that was the City Girls. Or was that JT's line? That was a chorus. I just <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's both of them. Because I, I, again, I don't listen to the City Girls because that's just, I'm not I'm not their audience. But when I did actually hear a song, I was like, oh my god, she sounds awful. <laughs> she. How you mess up rap, bro? You can't even <laughs> talk on beat, like. No, she. But anyway, she, she can't. She can't rap on beat. That's, that's one thing she can't. <laughs> Isn't do. that a requirement, though? Like, you know, it's what? not. And, 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 yeah, and since I was about to say blueface, since twenty twenty and oh my god, nineteen, it seems like rapping on beat is not the thing you need to do anymore. What? Rapping off beat might be even better. What? Yeah. Wow. And y'all wonder why uh, Nas said he's not up at night. <laughs> y'all don't have my man's up at night. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> In other news, Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, uh, he mm -hmm. had all the charges dropped against him permanently. So he will not be facing any criminal charges. Kenneth Walker? You know, the one who was in the, the room with her when she uh, got shot to death. Who? Breonna Taylor. Oh, oh, her boyfriend. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. For whatever reason, I heard Rihanna. Oh, okay. I see Brianna, Rihanna. Yeah. That yeah. was like what? Yeah, Brianna Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So that means he, he shouldn't have. Yeah, he shouldn't have. Because when they um, went in the house, didn't they see that he had only shot his gun like like once one time, or twice? Yeah, yeah. And he was and, and it was like ninety. He, he couldn't tell who it was that was coming in the house because they were, from what I uh, remember, they didn't have the uniform on. Right. So and they didn't announce themselves. Yeah. They just came in there, mm -hmm. guns are blazing. Yeah, so it says Judge Olu Stevens of Jefferson Circuit Court in Kentucky handed handed down the ruling uh, today mm -hmm. that the criminal charges against him were uh, dropped. Uh, let's see, assaulted. What is assault and attempted murder of an officer? Those uh, charges are dropped. 
and they be dismissed with prejudice, that means that they can't be filed against them again. So mm-hmm. don't try to come back and get them again. You can't. Good. Uh, Leave that man so yeah. alone. So that's good for him. So shout out to him. Uh, UK, y'all got some problems over there. I don't know what's going on over there with the, with, with the queen. But I'm telling you, this is a good reality show right Yo. here. I want to know what's going on in that damn that kingdom over there. Boy. <laughs> I know they got it rolling. Listen. Rolling. Let me tell you something. The queen remind me of that old lady that spit on that lady uh-huh. in that video. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what the vibe she's giving me. Like, yeah. yo, I would punch her literally out her hat. Like, she... Yo, I, I I almost wonder if she's drinking baby's blood to stay alive. Uh, you know, she's like 96 years old. And, it, then, and, yeah. then, the, and then the king he, or prince or whatever, he's 99. And they... I don't know what they're doing, but they should be dead by now. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, they really should be dead by now. I think they ciphering souls, nigga. Like <laughs> somebody over there is call, talking about the skin color of the baby with Meghan Markle and uh, and Harry Prince Harry. Yeah. And uh, I mean, just the way they did Meghan Markle while she was over there, like the, the press was so racist towards her, she yeah. couldn't do anything. So they they got up and left and moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. But uh, they still trying to attack them over there, and mm-hmm. they uh, they basically saying that she's the reason that. Stuff is happening, you know. They they think she brainwashed Harry to move him out, move him out of there. Mm. Um, I don't think she did. I think she she opened his eyes even more than what they already were because he saw what happened to his to mother. His mother, yeah. He won't want to let that happen to his wife. Right. I don't blame him. Exactly. Rick, look, run, Rick Havoc over there. First of all, Fuck we already up. knew Harry was with the shit. Oh, we yeah. already been watching Harry all Listen, these years. He been getting drunk for years. So, I okay. Mean, he, he been partying. <laughs> Right. Harry wasn't yeah. like them. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? He was definitely, you know, more closer to his mother's mm-hmm. uh, personality than he was the royal family. So it doesn't shock me um, that he eventually broke off. He, I think she was the catalyst. No. Now, had he married someone different who wanted to be with the shits, he probably wouldn't have left. But, you know, like you said, um, the love of his life is being attacked and it's bringing back old memories from what his mom mm-hmm, experienced. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, especially when you have your wife um, contemplating suicide. Yeah. That's serious. Me personally, I'm like, I'm contemplating homicide because I'm going to take this bitch out. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're just, not, not going to take me out. Like, you ain't got to do much with the queen. I mean, we ain't, we're not inciting violence, but you ain't, you ain't got to do much with the queen. I mean, just I'm, mush that bitch. At 90 some years old, you know, you breathe her way, you know. <laughs> You might a not. Cough on that hole. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's just like you still ruling the country. I don't even, are you in your right mind to rule? But yeah, you may not be. But the way that they do, they're gonna stay in in power until they take their last breath, even if they are not right in mind. I mean, look at Trump. Okay, mm. they'll continue to pretend like they're you know you know, right yeah. in mind to, to continue in, in power, but they're not going to let the people know that she's mm. batshit crazy. I'm pretty sure she <laughs> is, man. I saw a clip today. It was like, I guess their version of Good Morning America over there with Pierce Morgan. You know, he hosts the show. Oh, there. yeah. He's such a dick. He is. And it was this black woman that he was going up against via satellite and she was just getting them together and they were arguing back and forth and he kind of lost his cool for a minute and the other host was like, okay, y'all calm down. What he did he what he did he did he did he say he was the trying, he, he, no he didn't but he was trying to he was trying <laughs> he was trying to defend the queen and, and like the woman was like I don't care if they're sick or not because he was saying that the queen and uh, the prince are like elderly and sick and she was like I don't give a damn about that if they doing something wrong I'm gonna call them out what does that have to do with them being racist that's the thing he thinks they, you get a so pass, you, you get a pass if you're sick I guess sick and old yeah 
I'm going to test that theory. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get old, sit on my porch, call it everybody coons and well, see then, how far that goes. Well, so you got one thing they don't, that they got one thing we don't have. The throne. White. Yeah, that part. <laughs> yeah, that, white Well, power. you know what? Starting tomorrow, I identify as a white woman. Let's see, let's see how to get you. Listen, <laughs> if everybody else can identify <laughs> something, I identify. Uh, I mean, if Rachel Dozal can do it, why can't you? Exactly. <laughs> why can't it work for me? <laughs> I'm just saying, equal opportunity. <laughs> hey. um, and then this other story, Takashi 69 might have met his match when it comes to trolls, and I love every bit of it. Because <laughs> Takashi 69 I'm surprised somebody ain't beat his ass by now. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It, it's, you know it's why coming. it's coming? Why? Cause he can't afford to pay that security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. So once that runs out, people are waiting for him at the door. Okay, at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, so what, what? What happened was there was this thing between him and Lil Nas X, and what mm-hmm. happened was there was a post. I don't know if the Shade Room posted it about some anal swab, uh, anal swabbing for the COVID test, and uh, Takashi put in the comments that uh, Lil Nas X has just entered the chat. Because he was like, <laughs> because he was wow. trying to say when it comes to some anal, you know, <laughs> he's coming to the chat. And so Lil Nas X responded by saying, well, by showing a DM, sharing mm. a DM that looks like it was coming from Takashi. I don't know if it's real or not. Either way, mm. well played, sir. Well played. Because <laughs> <laughs> the DM was like, yo, I'm in your city. What's good? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then, of course, 6 9 emotional ass. <laughs> He gets on live trying to prove yeah. that it wasn't like yep. that. And it was like, no, nah, you, you didn't show everything, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't show everything. We, how you, we don't know you if, if you deleted that or not. So, Right. Could be. Yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. Listen, he's being sued. 6ix9ine <laughs> is being sued right now by a security company because he owes them over $70,000. Yes. Just stop representing So them homie don't got... The money to continue the shenanigans, and but you, you would think with him having that in mind, he would chill out. Nah, not when you ignorant. He wants to ask me <laughs> for real. I, I can't wait, y'all. Make sure you get that TMZ shade room. All of y'all, world star. Make sure you're ready because when that security money runs out, I want to see this nigga getting his ass beat. <laughs> they ain't gonna beat his ass. <laughs> they gonna kill him. They gonna molly. They gonna stop that. He nigga. he done done the most <laughs> in the last. How long he been out? I, I've only heard of him like the past two three years. I can't name, no, I can't name one song because he got that song with Nicki Minaj. No, no, no. I ain't talking about his his music. Like, how long he been out since oh, he got out of jail? It's been, it's when been he like snitched. less than a year. Less than a year. Yeah. And he's been on it since day one. Mm-hmm. And he's not only poke fun at people who, who's lost their um, friends to yeah. um, gun violence. <clears throat> yeah, he was but, talking about King Von, yeah. Yeah, trolling these people, you know, doing these types of things. And yeah, they're not going to beat him up. <laughs> they gonna put him to absolute sleep and I would rather them do that to him and, instead of his kids because mm. um, they had been threatening his kids and um, I mean that's the name of I mean, the, that's it, the name of the of, of, of the, um, that's the, thing, the game like, you yeah, know what I'm like, saying like, if, if you, you gotta think about what's gonna hurt this guy the most and exactly kids are things that's gonna hurt, hurt you the most <clears throat> but not him though that's what they don't realize cause he don't even fuck with their <clears throat> own kids so <laughs> well, <damn. clears throat> he might end up thinking them like yes I don't have to pay for this nigga. <laughs> oh, he, he just might, you know, he just might. That, I'm not even thinking like, yeah, because he's not, a, he's not a rational person. Huh? He's not. He'll be like, whoo, dodge that bullet. And <laughs> <laughs> one less check for me. Damn, that's um, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, 
uh, moving on. <laughs> um, so it seems like Generation Z, they're trying to. How do I put this? Generation Z is just soft. Wait, and who's Generation Z? That's like the people right now, like in their mid. Uh, how old are you? No, go ahead and say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm 27. Okay, okay, below 27. We'll say 25 and under. <laughs> I don't want to include you in this. <laughs> you seem like you have a rational mind. <laughs> so 25 and below, y'all Generation Z. I don't know what's going on while y'all are trying to come for all the old stuff and feel like you want to be offended by it, but it gets on my nerves. For real. So now y'all out here trying to cancel Eminem for songs he's got. I think it's songs back in the day um, that they they just now come across and mm-hmm. decided to be Offended by because you know back in the day Eminem in like the in the late nineties early mm-hmm. two thousand nigga was talking about assassinating people or killing people mm-hmm. tying them up putting them in a trunk and just all kinds of crazy shit nigga was on drugs <laughs> okay <laughs> and now people are, today there were kids of course or just being born when that stuff came out now they want to be offended because they listen to the lyrics you know what if you can't take the shit don't listen to our stuff <laughs> this stuff was for us we now in our thirties and you know up and whatnot yo and y'all want to get offended by it but. So what they gonna do? Cancel Easy E too and niggas I mean, with you attitude. If you go, if you go for that, you might start canceling everything before nineteen. I'm telling you, have y'all heard the dog pound? I mean, haven't heard Uncle Luke. For real. <laughs> have you heard about Freak Nick? Okay. The real one, not that shit y'all tried a couple years ago. I'm trying to tell you, have y'all heard? Oh my god, yo! Yeah. But but going off of that, piggybacking off of that, uh, you know, Space Jam has a sequel coming out. Mm. That we don't need, but I am. Uh. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And I'll be watching it. I'm not... (laughs) I'm not... Like, yo, I'm tired. I'm tired of the reboots. I get you. I feel you. I'm so over it. It's like, recreate something new. Why can't y'all create... Are y'all trying to tell me all the talent dad in the 90s? And y'all just keep... Well, a lot of it did, actually. Keep trying to recreate the 90s. That's what I feel like over and over again. If it's not in in, in the film industry, it's the music industry. They want to recreate the sound for the 90s. It's like, my God. (laughs) Well, keeping that in mind, what I just talked about, about cancer culture. Um, So, Pepper Le Pew, if you don't know about Looney Tunes, and a lot of y'all Generation Z don't know about them. Mm -hmm. But uh, the the cartoons, in the cartoons, he was always trying to get this cat. And like, this cat was like uh, he would try to make himself look like the uh, the cat, mm-hmm. or would do whatever he can to try to get this cat. So he would just, you know, be real like touchy feely with his cat and just trying to kiss all over it and everything. You know, not not asking for consent or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And so he was gonna remain that same way in the in the movie because that's his character, right? Cartoon character, by the way. It's a cartoon. I just want to make sure I iterate that again. He's a cartoon. He is a skunk. <laughs> a so, cartoon. And so there was a scene in the film where he was going to be trying to kiss this actual woman, actual because you know it's a mixture of cartoon and live action. So he was going to kiss this woman. I forgot the actress's name. And then LeBron was going to come up to him and say, "Hey, you can't just go around kissing people without consent." You know, trying to you know make it match the times of the day. They decided they were going to remove that film, that scene altogether because, you know, it's just cancer culture is too sensitive to stuff like that. And I'm like, this is a teachable moment. First of all, I hate that y'all are removing him. Period, but. So now he's not gonna be in any other film. They just taking him out altogether. They they taking it again. They holding it out against a cartoon character, like he's actually can a make person. his own. Yeah, like he's a person. So they're just gonna remove the character from the film altogether. And he had like a minute scene by himself with LeBron, and of course, you know, in the background. Um, and then they also decided 
Go ahead. They made this, the same cultural reference in coming to America. Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, need yeah, yeah. To pick that up. Um, <clears throat> they also decided, if you've seen the original Space Jam, Lola Bunny was very like kind of sexualized, kind of mm-hmm. like a Jessica Rabbit type of thing. Yep. Um, well, they decided that they're not going to let her be sexualized anymore. They're going to tone her down and make her be smart. And so they're changing characters around. And I don't like that y'all are fucking with movies because Space Jam was one of my top five movies. You know, Space Jam, Coming to America was another movie that we are going to be reviewing on this episode. That was my, my favorite film of all time. And then Coming to America was like maybe four, four or five. Mm-hmm. But it was in that top five. And so now they've decided to mess around with the characters. And I don't like that shit because this is not Space Jam. If y'all want some shit for y'all's generation, make something different. Don't call it Space Jam. Don't right. touch the characters that we have and that we know. Yo, and, listen, I, I get I get what they're trying to do. But like you said, it's a cartoon. Right. You know what I'm saying? Pepe Pepe Le Pew was an ideology of the times back mm-hmm. when it was okay. And right? those cartoons came out in what, the 50s, 60s? Yes. And in the 90s, old. I wasn't offended. They came out years before I was born. I Bruh. wasn't offended. All of the 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 racist connotations yeah. that were all in, up and down Speedy those Gonzalez fields. Gonzalez is another one. They were trying to remove him because they said that's racist because he's a little a mouse with a, a sombrero on and getting cheated. <laughs> arriba, arriba, andre, yeah, yeah. andre. I mean, that was kind of racist, but I mean, I wasn't offended. I don't know any of people that were offended. offended. Either. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my favorite characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Speedy. I mean, but I get it because I'm like, if they had like a little a black character in the film. They did. Nigga, they had a whole black face with red lips. Who Y'all remember? It? it was one of the um, ancient mamas on Tom and Jerry. Oh, yeah, the Forbidden Oh, I don't know about that. Bruh. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, she had a, a apron, right? And she was like this heavy set black woman, but she was like black like this. Oh, damn. Okay. And her lips was huge as fuck and red as your hat. Damn. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> now that's And she used yeah. to talk like this. Boy, time, get on in this house, him. Oh, no, man, I like, do remember hearing a voice like that. He's like, bitch, I don't talk that way. <laughs> we don't talk that way. But, like, <laughs> so, my, I told you I had a rant coming. So that was that was part of my rant because I'm just so sick and tired of Generation Z and whoever else deciding to be fake offended. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. Times are changing and we can't say things that we used to say back in the day, but I feel like comedians can't be comedians anymore, which is why I feel like this film coming to America, the sequel, was rated PG-13, which is what they said. Uh, the director said that he wanted to make sure that he didn't offend people with the way they did jokes back in the day because those jokes can't fly. But I feel like comedians are not going to be able to be themselves. We go to comedians to make us laugh. They tell jokes, yeah, they're offensive, but guess what? Comedians offend everybody. They don't just pick on one group of people and just decide, oh, we're just going to offend gay people and then we're only going to stick with gay people. All comedians are just going to attack gay people. No. They do everything. They make fun of themselves. They make fun of all issues. That's the thing that makes us funny because it's relatable. Mm-hmm. But we can't do anything now. No. I'm not a comedian. I mean, I have done stand-up one time, but I'm not a comedian. Really? I, yeah. I, I was talked into it, but I did it. Okay. We're going to have to hear this one day. Oh, <laughs> right, real quick. So, uh, <laughs> probably like 2013, 2014, I was doing a uh, another radio show online, mm-hmm. um, and they were doing this comedy show, and one of the guests we had had a comedy show that he was putting together, mm-hmm. and it was called Are You Funny? And he was like, the thing is, we're going to have real comedians come up, but before the real comedians come up, we're going to have, you know, two, maybe three comedians, people come up and try to see if, if they can make it as a comedian. And so, 
the guy was like really reaching out to me and my co-host because she's really funny to be mm-hmm. like the two people that come up for this for that that episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I'm not a comedian. I I can be funny on on the microphone when I'm just you know not trying to be, but for me to write jokes, that's not what I do. Right. I got talking to her because my co-host was like, yeah, come on, do it because I'm gonna do it. And I was like, all right. So I started writing jokes, mm-hmm. and we only had to do five minutes. So I got up there, and I, I started doing um. Uh, I started talking about my dog, and I was saying how my dog has an R. Kelly complex. Because one, one of my dogs has an R. Kelly complex because he keeps peeing on the other dog. No. <laughs> and um, I, I made this, I, I had this poem that I used to do. I used to do some funny uh, poetry back in the day. I called it Cometry. Mm. And it was this poem I had did called I Should Have Known That She Had Roaches. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I had to find the, the poem somewhere. But anyway, I, I, did, I did my five minutes, and after I was done, the host of the show came up to me and said, man, you are funny as shit. And I was like, well, thank you. You know, but uh, <laughs> I'm not doing this again. Ah. <laughs> and I've never done it ever since then. Wow. That's pretty interesting. Do yeah. you still have the... The poem? The, yeah, the material. I got the poem somewhere in one of my emails. I just had to find it. Because it was like seven years ago. <laughs> I had to find it, though. We want to hear it. I know it was, it was something like, I should have known that she had roaches. Cause things started getting weirder as the midnight hour approaches. Oh, and, and that's all like that's all I can remember right now. Oh, <laughs> 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 but um, yeah. Um. Okay. But um, back to to my rant. So yeah, I feel like comedians can't be comedians, and it's really making me sick and tired because I feel like that the comedians are scared to do things, and we get stuff like Kevin Hart, like that last special he did. Shit wasn't funny, and it was because he. He's trying to play it safe. But you have some comedians who will continue to do what they do, like Dave Chappelle, which I love because he's not scared of the cancel culture. Y'all can't mm-hmm. do anything to stop this man. He's going to say what he wants to say, and I mm-hmm. like comedians like that. Bernie Mac could not be Bernie Mac today if he were alive because the joke he did on the Kings of Comedy, just his whole his whole stand-up for that, they would have canceled him mm-hmm. because he had a joke about his gay nephew. Hilarious. When he was talking about his kids, I mean, I was crying laughing. Crying, but he cannot be raw Bernie Mac today because y'all will try to cancel and, and yeah. immediately. Yeah, shoot, they done came for Steve, they done came for DL. Yeah, they, they done, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know, the I think the older veterans, most of them anyway, can't be um ran off like that. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they stuck in their ways, yeah, because it's like this is who I am, I'm stuck in my yeah. ways, and I'm already established. And so you can't take what I've already done away because you feel in some kind of way. But yo, these, you know what I find hella funny? What's that? Is these people who are so sensitive about, you know, um, things being said on stage or what have you. But ain't y'all the same motherfuckers who thought Trump would be okay as a president. Like at this point, I don't give a shit what y'all think. <laughs> like no one on the internet can tell me nothing because wasn't y'all the same motherfuckers that allowed Trump to become president? <laughs> like no one could say ever say anything to me. This guy had done and said everything under the sun that was offensive, yeah. that was <laughs> subject to all kind of ridicule. And y'all still allowed this man to not only be president, but also he also skipped out on being um, fired. Yeah. Two times. Did not provide his taxes, even though he was told many times that he had to provide his taxes. Never did it. 
I'm saying the shit that really matters that you motherfuckers should really be upset about, mm. you don't. So then you turn around and try to attack things that really doesn't have that much importance, that doesn't mm. really hold that much weight. Like, who gives a fuck what a comedian says on stage? Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day. Mm. So, or who gives a damn what a comedian tweets or whatever, or what, or who said what in the 90s in their rap song? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I feel like y'all are looking for stuff to be offended by. You really are. But you looking past the shit that you should be offended by. And half of y'all got OnlyFans pages. I'm offended. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you You know what I'm saying? I'm still offended that of the insurrection, motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what I'm offended by. But them niggas, the motherfuckers ain't going. Some of them went to jail, but everybody ain't going to jail. Some yeah. of them just got, you know, a little slap on the wrist and they yeah. going about their business. I'm offended by that. I'm offended. That y'all asses let um what's the name get away from us twice. Who was that? Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Y'all yes. let him get away twice. Man, that man was going in all of our student debt. I'm saying, man. Damn. Anyway, like I said, y'all y'all have more energy for bullshit such as songs and what a comedian says than you do the people who actually has weight on your life, the people who actually make decisions that affect you. Freaking uh, Eminem song from the 90s has no bearing on your life, El Stupido. (laughs) It has no bearing on your life what what, uh, Deion Cole says on stage. But it does when Marjorie Green is helping people get assassinated. You ain't offended by that. Not at all. Bet you don't even know that happened. (laughs) But you worried about Pepe Le Pew. I'm just saying. Like, make it make sense. Right. I don't care what, again, like I said, I don't care what none of you people have to say because, again, y'all the same people <laughs> who put my pence in VP position. So um, you can't say nothing to me. <laughs> you can't say nothing to me. Did you hear about the uh, California bill about them uh, ruling to ban boys and girls sections and like the toy sections and whatnot to make them all like unisex? What? They don't they don't want them to have separate sections anymore. What? Department stores will no longer have girl toys and boy toys. It'll all be unisex, I guess. So you won't have toys that like a doll, you won't be able to say this is for girls anymore. This is for it can be for everybody. And maybe an action figure or a Tonka truck or whatever. Do people even play with those anymore? I don't know, but I know one thing. I know God tired of us. He's tired. I know. I, I'm tired. So I know he's tired. I'm I mean, tired. These are unnecessary bills. Can y'all please just get us that damn stimulus check? That's all I'm, I'm asking thank for. Thank you. That's all I'm at. For $1,400 or $2,000. I prefer $2,000. That's $2, right. $2, Give me my stimulus check so I, can go to un- a, yeah. so I can go back to Africa. Because I'm sick of y'all motherfuckers. Fuck these unnecessary bills. I, I got bills of my own I'm trying to take care of. Exactly. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. What? Why? 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 Because. They, they, can they, we? Can we? Why? Why is it so bad? To allow kids to figure out who they are right now. I'm a boy. I'm a girl. Why Why is that so offensive? Like, why did that have to be fixed? <laughs> why, why can't we get the foundation first? Let them figure out what's going, like, accept who they are right now. Let's see. And then when you hit puberty, whatever, <laughs> however that works in your house. I know in my house, you got to be 18, getting the fuck out to make certain decisions. And then you choose if that's what you want to do. But right now, let's let's uh, let's embrace what we came in here with. 
Um, Let me just give you a little bit more background on the on, on the bill. Uh, this is coming from LA Times. It says the bill introduced in the California legislature will require large department stores to stop divvying up toys and childcare items into boys' and girls' sections. In the state of California, where we hope to inspire, for example, more girls to get into science and engineering and mathematics, we want to ensure that those periodic tables and dinosaurs are not in the boys' section. Um, <laughs> the bill was introduced on February 18th, and it says that playtime is fun, but it's also about developing a skill set. It's about ideas and being creative. We want to make sure we're not limiting a kid's creativity. The bill will require department stores with 500 or more employees that sell child care items or toys to maintain undivided sales floors for those items instead of segregating them by gender. The stores also wouldn't be allowed to use signage denoting that a particular item is gender specific. I just, I, this is a bill we not we don't need. I mean, <laughs> just give me my stimulus. That's all I want. Give my reparations. <laughs> you know, all, all I want is the money. That's the, fuck these unnecessary bills. Like I said, I got bills. I need to take care of myself. The, again, man. <laughs> Every day is they that, come up with something stupid to worry about in this country. <laughs> I swear, man. It's okay. Oh, but that's all. That's all the, the topics, yeah. the hot topics. Well, I got my for kid you won't be going to that store. Go ahead. <laughs> well, that's California, so I mean, that's just California. <laughs> it may trickle over to the East Coast. I don't know, but right now it's just California that has uh, passed that bill. But let's get on into some other things because we've talked about enough hot topics for now. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you did, you, did I miss anything important that happened over the past week? Can you think of anything? Just to make sure I didn't. You know, I'm covering all the bases. We got everything that's important. Oh, other than um, NBA All-Star Weekend, I mean, it's not really much to cover other than, you know, people went down there to get the cooties and bring them back home to their friends and family. That's always sexy. No surprise, yeah. (laughs) Um, A couple of rappers got killed out there, shot or killed. Um, Mm -hmm. I know one rapper, I I forgot his name. Um, He's a rapper out of Chicago. He was was murdered down there in Atlanta this weekend. Um, Oh, the the others the top story that came out of, of out of the weekend f- um from All Star was a girl got down there with four hundred dollars and couldn't afford to get back home, so she started to go fund me. Hey, <laughs> she started to go fund me, asking people to give her some money so she could get back to New York. And you knew what she had when you got there. Shorty was... said she went down there with four hundred dollars because she thought uh, she, she was, was uh, getting. She was expecting a miracle. She was expecting the ball no, to come. No, she that she was supposed to get an unemployment check that did not come through. Oh, so see? she thought she was going to get paid while she was down see, there. you go spending money you ain't and got. And Murphy's Law says, psych. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you go spending money you ain't got. You can only do so much. You're not supposed to go too yeah, far. $400, that only ca- ca- carried you through a day. So <laughs> what was you doing <laughs> the all the three days? Like, How are you eating? Like, Where were you going? Were you- I'm telling you because... Unless you was down there <laughs> tricking, like, I don't know why you were surviving, shorty. If you were tricking, you did something wrong because you didn't make no money. I'm telling you. But so, she 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 asked for $1,300 to be able to um take care of herself and to get back home. So, I mean, where's she staying at now? I mean, because clearly she didn't get that in one day. Not a, <laughs> setting up a GoFundMe. And you didn't get that in Bruh, one day. Bro, I don't know. Like, I don't know. But they sent it to her. Oh, the last did. time I saw her, she was like at eleven hundred and something dollars. It must have went viral or something. Bro, I don't know. But I'm like, yo, I'm about to put me up a GoFundMe. <laughs> All I want is to get some camera equipment. Can y'all help me build my business? 
Y'all yeah. helping this bitch get back home. No, you gotta, Help me build my business. You gotta do something crazy, like put gorilla glue in your hair or something. Oh my god. You... So I'm gonna tape my titties together. Let's see. <laughs> put them together and say, excuse me. I need help. Anybody on the internet know how to pull gorilla glue from between my titties? Because I wanted some cleavage tonight and I thought that would be a good idea. <laughs> so I'm just saying, yo, they gave her the money and she probably gonna exceed. Her asking. Oh yeah, if enough people share, she definitely will get more than that. And so she yeah, might say, she might stay there. Might get an apartment and stay there. Who knows? Shit, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But apparently, you. I guess you got to have a good, compelling story to get people to support you. Because if you say, "Hey guys, can you help me um, build my business?" Nah, <laughs> that no, ain't no, good no. enough, nigga. <laughs> build you a business, please. Build a business. <laughs> Did you shoot yourself or something? No. <laughs> Build a business, please. Exactly. Did you try to kill yourself, bitch? Because we only try to help people who are a tragic disaster. We. I'm just saying. We only help idiots over here. I don't know, I don't know the fuck you thought. Exactly. So yeah. So that 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 was pretty much all I had from this. Well, you know weekend. what they say: God takes care of babies and fools. And I'm trying to tell you. Care. She ain't no baby. Damn <laughs> sure fool. <laughs> All right, so let's move into these trailers. So, um, the first trailer we got is for a comedy film uh, with Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer called mm-hmm. Thunder Force, and it'll be coming uh, to Netflix on April 9th. Uh, the synopsis is, in a world where superheroes are commonplace, two childhood best friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city. So, uh, they're coming together, they're in their 40s. I think they're in their 50s, but the man says in the movie they're in their 40s. Uh, and they get superheroes and they're plus size so plus size women I don't know if Thunder Force is trying to make fun of them and say Thunder Thighs Force I don't know I didn't even carry it that far Kevin <laughs> I, that's the first place my mind went which made me think of this video I saw years ago called, called Thunder Thighs and it was these two girls on stage thick I mean not thick big as ever and they had on nothing but like a, a bikini and they were clapping it and you saw like Thunder Thighs Oh my yeah. god! I showed my dad back in the day because I I just couldn't believe I was experiencing this myself. So I had. To... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was like oh a high my god. <laughs> This was back when I was uh, you know downloading stuff off of like LimeWire back in the day. Oh, <laughs> what you know about that? <laughs> downloading stuff illegally. Okay. <laughs> but Mess I'm saved now. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he lied. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I'm saying. <laughs> oh, he lied like So hell. Back, back to the trailer. We watched the trailer mm-hmm. before the show. Um, Maria, what you think? Um, I think it's gonna be a cute little movie. Um, I think it's. I I like Octavia Spencer and I mm-hmm. like Melissa McCarthy. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both to me um, have played very funny characters mm-hmm. before, especially Melissa. That yeah. mug is so funny to me. Um, I think from what I saw in the trailer, like they had pretty good on on camera chemistry. chemistry yeah. So I think it's gonna be a pretty good um, little cute movie you can watch with yeah. the family. You know? I, I, I like that. I think it's gonna be funny. Uh, like like you said, I agree with you. I think if they're funny. They've been funny in, in, in other films. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is definitely funny. I've seen her in a lot of films and. Comedy is her thing. Um, Yo, every and- time I think of her, what it was the movie when she remember she was a thief and this dude was trying to chase her. I didn't. That's the movie I. I, 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 I did yes. Yeah. Hey, when she got that car, tried to run, yeah. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Every time I see her, like yeah. that's my favorite scene. Yeah. Like yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a funny movie. <laughs> 
Man. Yes. And T.I. was in that movie. Damn, T.I. We didn't even talk about T.I. and Tiny. Ooh. They getting dropped like flies from everything. But Yo, that's enough. They, they dealing with enough. That shit's not fair, though. <laughs> that know, shit's not fair at all. T.I. Huh? just got taken out of the Ant-Man film. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. And then, I guess um, they were saying he got in um, their show. Yeah, the show got The got, show got yeah, dropped. Yeah, well, they had put it on hold for a while. I don't know if it got dropped. It got dropped? Completely? I think it did, though. Okay, because I know they put it on pause. But I don't know if they had... Well, yeah, because that Lisa Bloomberg is something else now. The bitch Lisa don't Bloom. win no Lisa Bloom. She don't win no cases. <laughs> okay? She, she don't win no but cases, she, but, but she, will, she fuck will fuck up your reputation <laughs> bad. Now, she's good at that. <laughs> She'll make you look bad as hell. But the bitch don't win no cases. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to the Thunder Force, though. Um, like I said, the film drops April 9th, and it's going to be on Netflix. I'm loving how all these films are coming to streaming services because theaters can kiss my ass for all 2021. I mean, they just can't. I'm not going to one. I don't care if it got 3D, 4D vision. If it got smell vision I'm not going in there. Yo, uh, but the dra- the Alamo, they, they're open and it's plenty of space in there. Okay. So they'll let you... And I know that theaters have open to 10% here in, in North Carolina. That's like, like, like what? That's like five people? Probably. <laughs> these I've theaters- seen really small groups um, of people that they were um, letting in there. So... I don't know. I mean, I personally don't like going to movies with other people. Yeah, I mean, if I can't have it by myself. I yeah, mean, I like to hide a joint by myself. That's why I go <laughs> early in the day when the gr- granny's out there. Um, but yeah, again, it drops April 9th on Netflix, so make sure you tune in and check that out. I, I will definitely be checking that out because I just love seeing them two together. I love it that it's two, you know, plus-size women that are, you know, in, in, in the leading roles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they're women. And when I tell you Miss Miss Spencer stays working. She does. Okay. She keeps Plus size or not. Oscar winning. Stay Oscar working. Winning. Yes. Okay. And Melissa Her McCarthy, she's a... Oscar nominated. Yeah. So, yeah, for Bridesmaids. Is she? Yeah, she got an Oscar nomination for that. Yo, that when she was funny. Movie was so <laughs> damn funny. When she put her leg up on that thing, <laughs> on that sink. <laughs> 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 I was like, yo, this oh my was, God, that's my no. first time ever seeing them. My first, my favorite um joint when they all ate that bad food. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And she went uh, in the middle of the street in that wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, God. That was so such comedy gold. Um, sorry. So our next trailer is for a film with uh starring Michael B. Jordan called uh it's a Tom Clancy film. Tom Clancy, he's done a lot of Different uh, game. I played games with with Tom Clancy. Uh, Splinter Cell is one of them. Um, Doesn't he write um, he crime books. novels? Yeah, he writes books. Yeah, because um, I think my um, best friend is or yeah, action adventure. She likes crime. to um, read his books. She's yeah. a book nerd. So this one is called Tom Clancy's Without Remorse, um, and it's directed by a guy's name I cannot say. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, I can't pronounce it. They can't. They can't <laughs> either. But it's gonna be coming to Amazon Prime on April thirtieth. Uh, like I said, starring Michael B. Jordan, uh, Jodie Turner-Smith, who played Queen in Queen of Slim, and Lauren London is in this. She's playing his wife. So it's good, yeah, to, see, I saw good that. to see her. <clears throat> Do um, you know, because I guess somebody had saw a clip or whatever from the movie, and mm-hmm. a rumor started that Lauren London was pregnant by a man. <laughs> that was that was why they were saying that? Yes. I was like, yo, <laughs> these internets, man. Y'all really got nothing better to do with yourselves. So uh, the synopsis is John Clark, which is his name, a Navy SEAL goes on a path to avenge his wife's murder, only to find himself inside a larger conspiracy. So what we know is that Lauren London's character is going to die. 
Um, Thanks for telling us. Yeah, I mean it's in the trailer if you ain't seen it. No, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I like it. It looks action packed. Um, I think that um, Michael B. Jordan does good with action. Um, of course, Black Panther. We saw him in that. Killmonger. He he killed that. Um, and I think it's gonna be a good film. It's coming to Amazon Prime. I'm here to see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you you like you like. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah. I mean, you think you think you really like uh, black women? No. Okay, I just I just want. I think Lori is the exception because she looks exotic, Hmm. but like a pure D black woman, Mm -hmm. nah. Like a Naomi Campbell skin complexion, nah. Nah, you don't think so? Nah. I don't think that's his speed at all. I think you know, and honestly, I think. The, the whole Laurie thing was kind of he probably got tired of the black community giving him shit about mm-hmm. it because we always see him posted up with white women yeah. so I feel like that's kind of where that may have came from because I'm still not buying it <laughs> y'all niggas was dating yeah, for like a um, month a and now y'all calling each other turtle and bird and sugar foot get the fuck out of here like <laughs> nobody gets that cozy that damn quick I'm sorry especially then you I mean, what you got to think also is it's a Hollywood relationship. So in normal relationships, no. But Hollywood, See, they kind of go at a progressive rate. You right. Know? Because your publicists need y'all to hurry up and kiss yeah, you know? so the people can love y'all real quick. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's hard to take it really seriously because it's like, is this really like, is this a real moment between you guys or was this shit staged? You know, we'll, we'll, uh, let's, we'll find out. But on the other note, like I love Michael B. Jordan. I know he's gonna do well in this film. I yawned because it's just kind of like, okay, we already know you're gonna do good. It's just like, <laughs> hey, okay, nigga, you like the perfect fucking kid, the fucking smart kid, always get the right answers. Like, nigga, your wins ain't even exciting no more because you just win, 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 win. You can't go wrong. So <laughs> he, at the point now, you're starting to get a little boring to me. Like he, he's gonna be smack uh, a bitch, make somebody <laughs> like you're boring, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, he's, I, I know that he's going to be like an upcoming Superman film as well. So I think he's playing an actual Superman. Um, a black Superman? A black Superman, yeah. Do the white people know? They know. But see, they, they like Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. They like they Superman white too. <laughs> but he, he's not going to be Clark Kent. He's going to be, I think his name is Craig or something like that. So he's going to be the dark Cal- Superman, ain't he? <laughs> The super, of the Superman that kill everybody, right? The, the evil. No, I think they're gonna be. I think they're gonna keep him good. I think he did enough of what the villain would kill Morgan. So I don't know if they're gonna try to make him be a villain again. Okay. Um, but last week I didn't do muted or rebooted, and I had them listed down here, and I forgot to do them. So I'm gonna do them this week. Um, and this is actually an old one. But um, did you hear about the Best Man series that's supposed to be happening? I did. Didn't we talk about that? Oh, did we? Maybe we did. I okay. feel like we did. Okay, maybe we did. Did we talk about Because I, I think I was like, because after the second one, okay. right, his wife died from cancer. Yes. Okay, and so we did talk about it. Yeah. My and, was, and we was like. Did we talk about Avatar too? No. Okay. But Avatar. let's pray tell. Let's, uh, let's talk okay, about so it. Okay, so Avatar, um, you know, it's the Nickelodeon series. Um, I don't watch anime. But apparently, this is a show that's really big. So wait, Avatar <clears throat> is not the Avatar I'm thinking. No, about. no, no, Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's a different from the oh. blue, not, not the blue people. See, I'm thinking about the blue people. Yeah, yeah, yeah not the blue people. Damn, man, it's, I thought uh... we was now. I wouldn't mind a sequel from that. Well, that was coming. That was coming. They got like two or three sequels coming for that. And y'all hearing that for the first time <laughs> from me because y'all know I hate sequels. <laughs> now I wouldn't mind. I feel like they they got a lot of room yeah. to do with that yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah they, they've been working on that super for a while 
Yeah, but um, the anime doing that, that's Stefan and CJ. Yeah. So apparently they were working on a, a series with Netflix. It was going to be a live action type of film, but, oh, a live action series. But then like the original creators of uh, Avatar backed out of it. Mm. And so people had lost the hype for it. But now the original creators are coming back and they said they're going to do a new animated version of the series. Um, I guess, I don't know if it's going to be like a continuation or... Uh, re-imaging, re-imagining, whatever. I don't know what it is, but they, they, the, the original creators are coming back. So apparently, you know, the fans of the show like that. So mm-hmm. you can look forward to this uh, Avatar well, animated series coming, or animated movie, actually. Coming. What we need is for the mug from Watchmen to bring his ass back to the table. <clears throat> Get out your feelings and bring <laughs> your ass back to the table. We need season two, okay? I still got to watch that, too. That's Shit, they should have took that budget from coming to America and gave it to his ass. <laughs> That's the one we needed. <laughs> um, and then there's also let me make sure I go to the right thing. There's also a, uh, did we talk about Wonder Years? Mm-mm. There's a Wonder Years reboot in the works as well, with a black uh character. Too. A black cast? No, a black woman. To uh, she's gonna be in the what? Yeah, she's gonna star in it. Her name is Sakon Singh Blow. I don't so she's African? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's okay. what she looks like. Is she going to be a main character? Because um, the Wonder Years was yeah, a white said, family yeah. in a white neighborhood with white it, friends and it white she, schools. and white, been, I didn't yeah. see not one black person. Neither did I, but she's been cast as joint. a lead. I don't know if they're going to be doing a like a, a spinoff of it or like some kind of reimagining of it. Um, but she's been cast as a lead and it looks like Fred Savage um, and Empire Creator. Lee Daniels are going to be behind the scenes with it, executive producing it. Um, so the guy who played Kevin in the series, he he's behind it. Oh, um, with the black hair, big curly yeah, black yeah. hair. Yeah, I used to have a crush on him. <laughs> I thought he was so cute. Um, but yeah, that's that. They're working on a pilot for a pilot for that now, and uh, <sighs> another reboot. That's a that's that's a no for me. I don't I don't need that. We don't. Even though it's a black woman, I just. Just call it something else. One. Call it something else. One, though. Yeah. I mean, well, she has a black family, right? Huh? She has to have a black family, right? We don't know. We don't know yet. She might be the token black friend that comes over. You're right. She could be adopted. You're right. You see? (laughs) Like, or they, yeah, see, they like to do those little storylines where white people adopt the black kid and and then be a whole, what is it, blindside type of vibe, which he came out and said the shit was a lie. Oh, he did? Yeah. Another conversation. We'll talk about it okay. another day. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I bought that movie too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know they glamorize everything. Yeah. To make it a good story. To make story. it a white savior. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, let's, speaking of white saviors, <laughs> let's go ahead and get into this uh, <laughs> coming to America because we had a white director, um, but he was not saving the film. All um, right. All right. Cool. And we're back. But before we get into our main topic, I just want to tell you, Maria, that I've I've done it again. What you do? I've added something else to my uh my streaming services. What? Paramount Plus. Oh. So Paramount Plus got my 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 money. Well, they ain't got it yet. I'm on the 31 day trial. <laughs> <laughs> but, you said you was gonna wait. I did. I did. But they got me because you know the real world. I'm a fan of that. <laughs> and they got all the seasons up there, all up, just about, except for some of the good ones. You know, like they ain't got Hawaii up there with Ruth mm. and Tech. 
and they don't have uh, Boston and Seattle up there. But they got they got some of the good ones. I okay. just, I've just finished all of Philadelphia today. I'm on Austin, Texas now, and I'm I'm trying to watch them all. <laughs> all right. And, yeah. And then you know I just they got the challenges up there as well. Mm-hmm. They got some movies up there, but I don't really care about the movies. You know they got a uh, SpongeBob and all that up there too. But uh, Ooh. yeah, and then SpongeBob. Now that's the selling point. SpongeBob has a new show. <laughs> SpongeBob has a new show where he's kind of drawn differently. Uh, what? More real, more realistic looking. What? Yeah, it's called. Is it Cam- like? Is it like the last movie they put out? Yeah, he's drawn like that. Drawn like that. And then um, so that show is called Camp Coral, and then they have a new SpongeBob film that actually came out. It's called SpongeBob on the Run. Um, I think I seen the um. I've seen the um, trailer for that one and I hadn't seen where it had been released. And that was like last year. And I think I asked Mm -hmm. you guys Mm -hmm. and no one had heard. Well, no, this is a new movie. That's what I mean. Like the uh, the trailer came out like last year, I believe. And I don't think they had released it. Yes, they released it to that streaming service. But you know what still hadn't been released yet? What? Candyman. And I said I'm not going to say wow. it anymore. But Candyman, I'm, this is another week I'm coming back for y'all's neck. Y'all going to stop <laughs> fucking with me because I said put this shit on the streaming service and I fucking mean that. I don't know how many weeks I had to come here and say stop playing. Forget releasing the Snyder Cut. Release Candyman. Okay. I don't need that Justice League shit. I need Candyman though. He said what he said. <laughs> and I'm not going to do it again. All right. Except for at least another two weeks. You heard what he said. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back. All right. He pays his goddamn ties. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our main topic. Hey, what up, fam? Good news. Easy Day Entertainment's psycho thriller, Optics Falls, has been added to Freely TV's streaming service. Freely TV is a free TV app that offers over 50 channels of black entertainment. All free. No kidding. You can just download the app by going to www.get.com freely.tv that's www.getfreeli.tv optics falls is about a young girl's life going into shambles after losing her mother tragically which changes her forever written and directed by stefan perry optics falls will be premiering on freely tv on march 4th at 8 p.m and 11 p.m Eastern Standard Time on Channel 109. Make sure you tune in. All right, so our main topic is a review of the film that just came out last week, and it's called Coming to America. It's the sequel, but it has the same name, but it's just two is with the number two and not the word T-O. So, yeah, starring Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall and uh, Wesley Snipes this time. And uh, Tracy Sher- Morgan, she is Tracy Morgan, Sherry Lisa Hadley, Leslie, Lisa Leslie, John, no, not, not Lisa Leslie, Leslie Jones. Oh yeah, we bugging. <laughs> we are. I'm gonna just copy what you saying. I'm gonna Lisa <laughs> and, uh, Leslie. Jermaine Fowler, he's a new face to me. I've never seen him before. I never seen him either. I was gonna ask you and about like, that. Wow, I was like, did a, you know him? I, I don't. I don't know what he's been in. Um, well, let's go look. Mm-hmm. Um, but while you're doing that, the synopsis for the film is the African monarch Akeem learns he has a long lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet this unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. Dang, Shorty got a resume. Yeah. He, yeah, well, he should. He Shorty should. got a resume. He, he, uh, he got a whole legends. page. He's going up against some legends. He needs 43 actor credits, guys. Okay. okay. But we still don't know you, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's from. 
Who you fam? Not playing. <laughs> the film is, uh, has a runtime of 110 minutes. Wait, they said he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Who did he play? They said he played Mark Clark. Mark Clark. No, never mind. I thought it was uncredited. uncredited. What does that mean? That means that he didn't actually get credit for it. He probably put that in himself. Because if you're not credit, a lot of extras will go for films and they'll put themselves as, you know, uh, patron number three or whatever, or goon number five. And you're not actually credited in the credits. So oh. you can credit yourself on IMDb. If oh. they don't put you in the credits, you can you can put your credit up there yourself. So somebody can make a face, I mean, an IMDb page and put a lot of stuff, say they were attached to a lot of projects. And it's, it's basically unverified. Oh. So you can say you were a part of it and you really weren't, or you were just an extra. Because to, to them, extras are not really acting, but they're necessary for a project. Oh. Um. Um. He was in Sorry to Bother You. Okay, I did not see that film. <laughs> you didn't see it? I didn't. I know that Steph talks about it. I know he said it was bad. It I, was. I didn't see it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> he was in Hannibal Burr's, um okay, Hannibal Burr's TV yeah. show. Okay. Robot Chicken. I don't know if y'all remember. Yeah, I remember Robot Chicken. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's in Robot yeah. Chicken. It's in Don't Swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. These looks Anything like. Anything that stands out, though, like that he's been in. Yeah, I'm looking. Um, the rest of this looks like a bunch of. It says black superhero. Yeah, okay, anyway. well, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you know how we review films. We reviewed it on seven key components, which are directing, writing, cinematography, editing, acting, set design, and the sound. Mm. So we're gonna start straight from the top. Let's go. We're going to the bottom. All right. Uh, and and before we even get started, I want to say there was a lot of people that had a lot to say about this film. And I know it's because of the fact that this film came out 33 years later and it's a, like a cult classic. And a lot of people don't want sequels to be touched. So a lot of people had things to say on both ends of the spectrum, both negative and positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I, I felt like, you know, we don't need to trash a film, but at the same time, you can't say what you don't like about a film, even if it's black or not. Because some people feel like if you're black and you say anything about a black film, you're downing your people, you're downing your race. You're not giving your your people the opportunity. Even if the film was directed and written by white people, <laughs> mainly, not not all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, just saying it's a it's a question. But I feel like we we need if we want equality, we need to be able to judge films equally as well. We can't just be harshly judging white films and then not doing the same for black films because you can't expect something to get better if you don't give your real honest opinion. Right. Um and right. I, and I didn't see all this hate when uh, Soul Plane came out. Like that was a film that had a, a cast of a bunch of black comedians. You must have met me because <laughs> no, I didn't. But I mean, that, that, hated that, that film. That, that people hated it. That, actually, no, I, I'm sorry, I said the wrong thing. People had all this hate for for Soul Plane, but they weren't. I didn't see the people coming and trying to say, "Hey, let's support these black people. Let's support all these black comedians in one film together. Let's support them doing some support them doing some positive." No, it was it was less trash film because we hate it. But when it comes to coming to America, the sequel, everybody wants to be like, well, you can't say anything negative about that because this is all these black people in it and they're, they're legends and they're doing th- things positive. They're kings and queens. It's royal black royalty. And I'm like, well, y'all don't have that same love and affection towards all black films. So let's not just try to single it out for this one film because it has all of these people in it that we look up to and are legends. Go ahead. You looking like you want to say something? Man, fuck them people. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. 
Please. Uh, I just want to say, first of all, you know what? Let's just get into the directing, okay? okay? Oh, before you do that, the original was directed by John Landis. Back mm-hmm. in the day. I, no, last week I said John Hughes. I was I said the wrong director's name. John Hughes has done Home Alone and all that. John Landis has done Blues Brothers, National Lampoons, uh, Animal House. He's done uh, Trading Places as well. So I had the wrong John, but John Landis is who did that. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, the director here is Craig Bueller. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that. You yeah, lost words? <laughs> Yo, I was, yo, I'm, I, first of all, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. My, my, my commentary is biased because mm-hmm. I wasn't here for it when we, when it was a talk, when it was just rumor that they were doing it. Um, and they proved my point why they didn't need to do it. Um, I feel like the director tried to mimic what the first director did. Mm, okay. Sorry, guys. And you good? I feel like um, he basically tried to recreate what was already done, but tried to give it a 2021 feel, Mm -hmm. you know, tried to um, update it, you know, making cultural references about how things are different from the time when they did the first movie, mm-hmm. like in the barbershop when yeah. they made reference to him, how he was talking about women. And he was like, oh, so sorry that you can't, you know. They talked about Floyd Mayweather this time. Like, like back in, in the first one, the original one in 1998, 1988, they were talking about uh, Muhammad Ali. So they still talking about boxing in the uh, in the barbershop. This time they were talking about Floyd Mayweather. Right. Again, now I get into the sequel. But the way the first one ended, it wasn't really anywhere interesting. The story could have went anyway, in my opinion. Now, it was 30-something years later. They had liberty to try to do a whole nother story. Mm. You know, they could have made it about his daughter for real. But no, they wanted to recreate the whole, you know, Akeem um saga the journey and it was mm-hmm. just like i don't want to go on that journey i already been down that goddamn road <laughs> like <laughs> so that was 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 very disappointing to me it was like you know um even when they did the the club scene and they did the deep the deep face i think it's called deep face deep talking about the cgi stuff yeah where they okay. C- cgi the to make old... them look like this they were back in that scene again yeah um i was just like even the the, the storyline and, and that's gonna go into writing um the way they had did that 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 part was d- dope you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it you couldn't really tell well, I, I mean you could you, could, a, you could tell when you looked at that face like I look at Eddie's face it looked like a cartoon to me yeah Eddie Eddie's was kind of weird yeah. the way cause especially when they move their head yeah and when he was like when uh her character uh, Leslie Jones character Mary I think is her name she was uh, about to you know have sex with him. You can really look at his face and tell how this looks like a digital face. Right. The other part that was disturbing and confusing was all these dance numbers that kept breaking out. I mean, bruh. I mean, this ain't a musical. True. But I think that was a time to just show like pride in the culture and 
Whose culture? The African culture. People of Zamunda. They wanted to show you what they could do. I mean, everybody talks about... Buster Ron did a whole music video on that whole dance scene from the Yeah, original. I agree. So they felt like that was something that, that, that was very iconic, and they wanted to make sure they had more dance numbers in this one to really have people uh, kind of have like that nostalgia feel Nigga, to this ain't Jingle Jangle. <laughs> this ain't it's Jingle not, Jangle. It's not. Um, the first movie had one number. Yes, one. One. This one had what? Two, three? Four. Four? It was what about four. I, I don't remember all four. It was about four of them. It was the um when he first when 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 Wesley Spice first made okay. his appearance, and then when he introduced T- Tiana, Tiana Taylor, then it. when we was at the the King's funeral where he was alive at and then died at the end. Okay, and he <laughs> come on man, like yo, this shit was just we're just mm. doing stuff at this point. We just <laughs> um, we just yeah, so 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 is this all for directing? Yes, <laughs> it was just it didn't make any. I mean, but my 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 gripe really is the writing, the storyline. So, director wise, the dude just pretty much took uh, Landon. Is that his name? No, no, that was the original. John Landon. John Landon. He just took John Landing's original Landis. Landis uh uh original um concept concepts and and just took it and 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 modernized it. There was no no originality there was no like okay you know what i'm saying even if it was a standalone film mm. i wouldn't have enjoyed it even if the uh, part one never existed and this was the coming to america film it would have crashed and burned for me that night you know what i'm saying because mm. the con the conflict wasn't strong enough to push the story forward so now we're talking about writing but go ahead and give your director notes. okay i, just, I, I beg to differ um, I feel like okay, dire- no, directing wise, you got me with all that because I, I, I uh, Craig, Craig Brewer, he did Hustle and Flow back in two thousand five. If you didn't know, um, I feel like if they were going to do a uh, Coming to America sequel and, and have it be focused on an African, you know, like the African culture uh, countries, Zamunda, it should have been a, a black director. Now I know Ryan Coogler had came to Eddie Murphy with the concept, and he did Agreed. have he did have uh, Michael B. Jordan playing. Uh, Prince Akeem's son, and I, I wouldn't have agreed with that either. But I feel like Ryan Coogler would have had a better idea. I want to know what that concept was that he had pitched. Why him. couldn't the wife had had a boy? <laughs> and you know, now we're dealing with the 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 second, the third generation of Zamunda, the as far as royalty. You know what well, I'm you saying? Know what? what that tells me is that Prince Akeem was out here fucking around, and you know when you fuck around. God gives you boys. I mean, girls. To, that is to, true. To pay you back, I to pay agree. Back. I totally agree. That's why my ex so has never girls, girls. <laughs> and he deserves it, son of a bitch. But what I'm saying is, um, even with the Prince High King, and he was out here sowing his royal oats, he didn't even remember. He didn't. Now the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, well, this is gonna go into the writing too, because I I didn't like how they tried to make how they how they did about the, the whole thing of him having a son. That's and what I'm saying. It was, there was this, I guess, voodoo. What, who was that? A voodoo, some kind of voodoo doctor or something like. Who, who was that? Uh, that <laughs> Yo, I don't know what that thing was. Yeah, but, but he, he, but he told, he basically told Akeem, Prince Akeem, that he has a son, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's how y'all gonna introduce it. Like right. nobody is is gonna say, hey, you know, you got this letter or something from somebody saying that this is your son, but somebody saw it in the vision. <laughs> you see, 
You saw it in the vi- now. I didn't like that. You saw it in the vision, and, and that's then how you, you got a sketch of him yeah, too. You got a sketch. Get like, the no, fuck on, out no, of no. here! Like, you could, you could do something better than that. That was lazy writing. That was lazy writing. That um, was lazy as hell. It's like what? But I, I did like uh, as as far as the writing. I did like seeing how they were having you know him, him and his daughter. His daughter was supposed to be the next in line to be the queen running the country, and um, I liked how they had brought in some conflict with that. I would have liked seeing more on her backstory. Right, um, I would have. It would have been more interesting, yeah. I think, if they would have put, yeah. the, focus put the focus on her. the daughter um, or him having his own original son. Yeah, um, they could have titled it something else. I, I feel like we came to America, but we only came to America for about five minutes, and then we went back to Zamunda. Back to So you know, uh, you know, you could have been Zamunda. You know, just named it that. You know, and they, we would we would have understood it was a sequel or some kind of spinoff or whatever. Um, so that it didn't need to be coming to America again. All I'm saying it like. It was 30 years later, right? In the movie. Yeah. In the movie, it was 30. Yeah. So, why was the girl so young? Because they, they waited a while before they had some kids. And he want, they wanted to enjoy being uh, prince and princess, I guess. For nice a while. try. Nice try. <laughs> Listen, that wasn't making any sense. I mean, yeah. it, what happened to the mom? They Did they ever discuss what happened to the queen? Did I, she die? No, nah, they didn't say. They just showed a picture of her. So I guess it was just understood that she had already passed. Okay. Yeah. What What it wasn't understood is how you plan your own funeral, attend it, enjoy it, and then die on cue. <laughs> I mean. That was wrong. <laughs> you I, like that? I, I, thought, I, I, I did I, not I, like I, that. I thought that was really too. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I know a lot of black people, they like, look, this is how I want my funeral to go. Mm. I want y'all to do this. I want y'all to play this song. I want y'all to do. They they have planned. Like my grandmother, she had it planned out before she passed. She wanted her funeral to go a certain way. Yeah, but, but she didn't attend it she either. Didn't, she, didn't attend, <laughs> she didn't attend it alive. She attended it, but not alive. That's what I mean. Like she, <laughs> she was there. <laughs> she wasn't fucking throwing a headstone like yo. This shit lit, nigga. Yeah. Like oh y'all really putting it together. I'm about to die good now. <laughs> y'all did that's me right. Weird. I thought it was like a little funny kind of thing, but I mean. <laughs> Um, I I I didn't go into into this expecting it to top the original film. I knew there's nothing they could do. They had struck lightning in a bottle with that first one. You cannot replicate that. Right. That's why it was like just go with a whole new storyline. Then yeah, go. But uh, if they've done anything, people were going to hate that. Um, I, I feel like for what they did, I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, I enjoyed it because I enjoyed seeing these people come together. I know Wesley Snipes said he had never worked with Eddie Murphy before. Well, before Dolomite, mm. my name because that was the first time they worked together. And I so, never seen it. That was good. And Craig Brewer also directed that one. Uh, I'm not. I know I'm not selling it to you, but he, you show sure it. He, he did Craig do it now. Did not do it for me this <laughs> but that, time. But that was a good one too. Um, but that also showed uh, Wesley Snipes' comedic side as well. Um, but this one really, really showed his his comedic side. And I did like the addition of his new character because when I say he acted his ass off in this film, I don't feel that way. The way, listen, the man <laughs> when he when he spoke, he showed you just how bad everybody else's African accent was. His he, bad, his joint was his atrocious. Like the, one, the only one that was like authentic. Who Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Oh, who had a better one? <laughs> it was Wesley. Who had one better than him? Oh my god, I, I'm not saying they all had it good, but Wesley had the best West, African accent out of the. Everybody, everybody I, I disagree. Okay, okay, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we definitely got to disagree because <laughs> he really showed you how the African accent should be. I, I thought, because when he started talking, I was like, eh? 
No, why is he sounding like that? Oh, so your wasn't even trying. Right. His, like, so like what, I, yo, and nobody had that shit. <laughs> but Wesley Snipes had Except that. for, even Trevor sounded weird. And he's <laughs> fucking African. <laughs> he, yeah, he is South African, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Maybe they want me. And again, that could go back to the director. Because... Some like I'm a, no, I'm gonna tell you who was the worst. Oh, we're talking about coming to America. We're doing a review on coming to America. Somebody on Instagram is looking at the law. Uh, let me see. I can't. Flock Jane. Flock underscore Jane. Oh man, you got me looking like I'm old trying. To oh, see sorry, I moved. <laughs> yeah, you got, it I wasn't him. Like, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, we're talking about coming to America right now. Um, and you can check out the podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google, Spotify, all that. Mm-hmm. Um. But yes, yeah, so what was I saying? We um, was talking about Wesley. Okay, yeah, so Wesley, I think that Wesley had the best African accent out of everybody in the film. I disagree. I'm a, but I'm going to tell you who was worse. Well, I know who was worse. The worst. Okay, who was the worst? The worst of all of them. Besides Osinio? Yes. Who? Rick Ross. <laughs> that nigga. Well, he only had one scene. I mean, he had one line. And he he said, wait, he had two lines. Well, two. Well, it wasn't more than. He was like one. Yeah, he said something in that first, and when they first saw him, and then there was another scene where he had a one liner type of thing. Well, they had to give him some. They were filming in his house. I know, so, and I get that, and that's okay. Yeah. But he was terrible. <laughs> uh, the director must have been scared to like say. See, that's the other thing when 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 we're talking about black directors working with after actors mm. and. As a director, your your job is to get the best performance out or to make, you mm-hmm. know, get a believable performance out of your talent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have been like, no. Uh, <laughs> like, well, you know, uh, it's a no. I, I know we in your house, but yeah. we still got a movie to make. Like, <laughs> Well, that's why they tried to give him as minimal lines as possible. Because it's like, you know, we, we don't expect him to be an actor. He's a rapper. So just give him a line or two and, you know, just move on. And, and kind of people will forget about it because I forgot all about him being in it. Yeah, I sure did. Uh, but let's talk about these. You now we kind of all over the place. But we I, are. I, I feel we like really I feel like I don't know. I think I don't think we can stick no, no, to no. them. Yeah, but let's go back to the writing again. Let's talk about the writing again. Um. Oh, the, so let's go ahead and get the writers out of the way. So the writers, in case you don't know, uh, Eddie Murphy is one of the writers, rightfully so. But Barry W. Blonde Blostein is another one. Um, mm-hmm. And he was on uh, what is it? Boomerang. He wrote for Boomerang. Uh, David Sheffield, who also wrote for Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Justin Canoe, he uh, wrote for this film called Welcome to the Jungle. And then Kenya, Kenya Barris, we all know who that is. Blackish, mixedish, grownish. Anywhere where the light skins <laughs> are freaking the lead, it's his project. Okay. Uh, yeah, she says she's, he's a colorist. He is. Um, he knows it. <laughs> uh, but they were, the, they were the five writers for the film. And um, I, it, it might have been five ideas come together. I don't know. I, it looked like it felt like five <laughs> ideas coming together, like a nigga with three different haircuts. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> like dreads over here, waves over here, the freaking fade on this side. <laughs> That's how this script felt. Like I, 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 I don't like that they tried to. I do like they tried to make it, of course, with the times today, make it current, make it modern. But I don't like that they changed the, the script from a rated R script like the original to a PG thirteen. I, I just want that. The rawness. I want that. Yeah, I want that raunchiness. That rawness. I want that. I want the the, the delirious uh, Eddie Murphy. I want him to come back. I feel like he's gone. He's not coming back. He's a family man with ten kids now, and I understand that. I don't know about the family man, but go ahead. Well, he's a, he's a father of ten kids. We'll say that. But I, I I just want that delirious Eddie Murphy back. That raw Eddie Murphy back. I just 
I'm tired of all these these cheesy family kids movies. I want I want the I want the raw. You ain't gonna get that because Eddie Eddie don't even feel like Eddie no more. Like I was watching his um interview and I was just like he kind of sounded like he was kind of sound like the old Eddie a little bit because mm-hmm. I saw him in another interview some years ago and he was almost like a he was acting like a dark skinned prince. He was all, you know, his voice was very airy and light and he was okay. just moving all feminine and, and, and gracious. And I was just like, why the fuck are you at? Who is this nigga? <laughs> like, who are you? I, and then when I see him again, I was like, okay, he seems like, because he was promoting, you know, coming to America mm-hmm. and he was talking about his daughter uh, being in the movie. And if you guys don't know, his daughter was actually... um. He she played one of his daughters. Yeah, the light skin one the with light the glasses. Skin with the glasses, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he made her audition. Yeah, he did. Yeah, you she which I thought was pretty cool, but I was like, this, this was she auditioned for? She she had like what, two lines? No, she had more lines. She had, she had a she had a few lines, but I mean, this part of a historical moment being on set with all those legends. I would like to uh-huh. see her like in something else, like see yeah. if she really has yeah. some acting you know, chops because uh, she looks good on camera. Ice Cube made his son audition for uh, Shadow Compton to play Well, him. he should have yeah, because that character needed to have yeah. some depth. But he, he killed it. He really <laughs> he, did. He really did kill that role. He really um, did. Wait, was Dr. Dre's son in it? Or that was somebody else? Uh, that was, I think that was somebody else. Yeah, it was somebody else playing him. Yeah, okay. Um, but 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 I just wanted to go back to the story, like I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the, my biggest complaint and gripe with the movie was the storyline was how they was um, introduced the son mm-hmm. to um, how King Joffrey Joffrey died to <laughs> <laughs> to um, the conflict of oh they're gonna uh, rage war if if I don't provide them somebody to marry. And when he came in there skipping and dancing and, you know, with his <laughs> fucking space age haircut, <laughs> I was like, this nigga don't look intimidating. He don't look like he taking nobody's kingdom. Like, I wasn't like, he just didn't come off as, to me, he didn't come off as an antagonist. Well, he was trying to be comedic as well. No, I get it. But it just, that's why I was like, I don't feel threatened. Like, if it well, was my kingdom, Zamunda. And y'all came in here. Well, you got to keep in mind, it's a comedy. So, I mean, it, it's not... <laughs> you ain't popping shit over here, my nigga. Like, <laughs> <It's a comedy. laughs> you ain't taking shit. They, they trying you ain't popping shit. They trying to keep it light. No, I get, I get that. I'm just oh. saying, like, I just wasn't... It just didn't feel like a real conflict that really pushed the story forward. Because at any moment, you know... um, I just feel like at any moment, um, you could have offset the fucking storyline. Yeah. Well, let's move on down and talk about these cameos in the film. Because the cast, we're going to get to the cast in a second because it's a big cast. But the cameos, we're going to talk about them right now. So the cameos, we got Salt and Pepper in it, in Vogue. Uh, Gladys Knight. Uh, what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Michael Blackson. Rick Ross, you already said him. Vanessa Bell Calloway, she came back from Prize of Rose. And then they even had... The uh the twins from the, the club scene, Peaches mm-hmm. and I don't know the other girl's name. My name is Peaches yeah. and I'm the best. All the DJs <laughs> like to feel my breast. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that was all right. <laughs> uh, 
So they came back at the end, and that was surprising. I'm like, man, they were from Peaches to Grapefruits because they about Yo, the, the, what, how you say his name? Devado? And DeVito. DeVito? Yeah. He was in it. Yeah, he was in it. He, I he, didn't realize that was him until I just seen his name. Yeah, so he, I ain't going yeah. front. But I like DeVito. Yeah. Um, I like his music. I like his music too. Yeah, he, he was in it. Um, Again, a musical. What was happening? What was happening? I mean, they were trying to give you that culture, you know, of being in... They want to make you feel like you were in Africa, like you were in Zamunda. They wanted because you know that was like the this is the original Wakanda. They wanted to make you feel like you were there. So, uh, what do you think about these cameos? Do you think they were necessary? Did you enjoy them? Um, I felt like it was a little. I, I liked seeing them. Okay, mm-hmm. let me say that it was it was a nostalgic nostalgic moment to see, especially the, the twins and everything mm-hmm. and everybody that was in the first one. That was nostalgic, but on the filmmaker side, it, it felt clumsy and messy. It was just like, cause they just kept coming out. Yeah. Like I was like, okay, is this the end of the movie, <laughs> or are, are is the camera still rolling? What is happening? Because then it started. It, it kind of shifted from feeling like a film to feeling like a stage play to feeling like a film to feeling mm. like a stage play. You know, it was like that constant. And and, and then again, it could have been because it was five writers in the damn mm. room, and you and, and and they might not have even been. I can't imagine all of these people sitting in the room together that wrote bang this thing out. They probably like wrote this part, send it to him. They wrote their part because it don't seem like they was in mm. the room together. Well, they said it took like five years for them to get the, the script together. So five years, yeah, five six years, yeah. And, and that made it even worse, Kevin. <laughs> that made it even worse. I mean, you yeah. had five years. <laughs> I mean, you know, they had they had several iterations of the script, and they they turned it. They, you know, they changed a lot of things, and then of course they tried to cut stuff out to make it more. Uh, PC. I really wish they would have did a different thing with the son, and I probably wouldn't complain as much. Hmm. The whole Lisa uh, Jones storyline with them hooking up, and he don't even fucking remember, and a uh, 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 oh, yeah, a voodoo doctor told yeah. you he exists, and she had a sketch already. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I, I don't know, man. Um. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, let's talk about the uh the the, the new characters because we had a bunch of them. So Ooh. let's talk about um we uh we, we had you know we got Leslie uh Jones in there. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got Jermaine Fowler as, as the prince. Uh, Kiki Lane actually played the the oldest daughter that was going to be next in line to be queen. Um, mm-hmm. who yeah oh Tracy Morgan, uh, Lunell, mm-hmm. and of course Wesley Snipes. Do you was there one that stood out to you that was like this character was necessary or one that you just said fuck all of them? Okay, no, I was playing. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, my nigga, how are you? My nigga, how are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Here's well, I will say first of all, the oldest daughter. I thought she was gorgeous. I love yeah. the character arc that she had. That she was like a, a warrior, yeah. um, strong and and bold. Um, I wish, like you said, they would have put more emphasis on her and her yeah. backstory and who she was. Um, but and then when he the the son, um, I felt like he was overacting in in some spaces. Okay, okay yeah. Um, it was like even him with him and Leslie, like the whole like overplaying the black, <laughs> you know, ignorant. Yeah. of of I, yeah, blackness. That's how like, I felt with Leslie. I feel like she was playing this get this ghetto role, and it was just a little 
It was too much. Too it was all, much. Hey, Queen. Yeah, like, you just been like, over, over the top with that. Just, you know, Queen is fine. You ain't got to say Queen and. All <laughs> that stuff. Like, they come in and have, ah, ooh, ah, yeah. ooh. Just, just like the like, Kardashians. And the, come on. It was, it was, she, to me, I, I didn't like how she was, she was just being so ghetto. Yeah. I felt like they, like her and Linnell and like everybody that wasn't in Samunda was like hella ghetto and they, ignorant and yeah i mean but i kind of like something like i like i like tracy morgan how he how he was how he played his character well um, he didn't overdo it though he was yeah. kind of laid yeah back, he was like but a laid back I, uncle leslie was just a little too just loud and just over the yeah top. in in the in the boy yeah. the jermaine, jermaine fowler. fowler yeah he it just came off cliche black mm. like and, and, white people like and, to say that we that that's the way they see us. Yeah, and we had we hadn't got to the, the costume and everything yet, but we go ahead and, start and hop down there real quick because yes, you, you bringing him up made me think about that Tyler Perry wig that he had on his head <laughs> in the beginning that was matted down, and I, I just don't understand why with all the money. I don't again. It seems like what he's filming. I know y'all filmed on Tyler Perry Studios, but y'all ain't had to step into his, his closet as well and get the wigs out of there because somebody got that wig and put it on Jermaine Fowler from uh, that was a damn. I know a damn reject from what was that fall from grace. I know a fall from grace. Reject wig when I see it, and that was not one of them. far from grace. <laughs> that was that they took the box. You know, the man had the box, and you know that what, the cigarette bitch or whatever. What did he say? What's that line that he said? Cigarette ashtray mm-hmm. bitch. Yeah, he oh, said, ashtray bitch. That was that. If you look, that was the same <laughs> wig. It just matted down, you know. So they just matted it down a little bit because they 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 were, they were running short on money because they had all these extras in it. My whole thing is like, why did y'all need a wig for him? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he could just had a regular, you know, like a Caesar or something like that. Wigs, wigs, like, or some of these characters <laughs> don't need a wig. Like, I mean, he had that. It was just a terrible wig. I'm glad they did some with to his hair later on when he got to Zamunda. But it was just like, nigga, you been walking around all this time with fucked up hair like that. And then they gave this nigga the killmonger. <laughs> yeah, they did. They I was did. like, I mean, yo, they were trying to play, pay tribute to you know uh, Wakanda and and I Zimunda. get it, I get <laughs> it, but listen, and then his, lo- I'm sorry, let's go back to the story. His love interest, like the way mm. that shit played out, it was like no gradual mm. process into. Well, they didn't have a lot of time to to really because they had so many people in. They didn't have a lot of time to really flesh out storyline. Y'all did yeah. too much. Yeah. I'm I'm just glad that. They didn't have Kevin Hart involved in this in any fashion. <laughs> Kevin Hart is in every damn thing, and this would have just—it really would have been trash for me had Kevin Hart been in it. Um, and I know that when I, like years ago, when they were hinting at a sequel, they had Kevin Hart on the poster and mm. saying that he was going to be playing Eddie Murphy's son. So glad they didn't happen because it didn't need it. Um, we didn't need it at all, <laughs> yo. Um, but I, I, I like, and one thing also I want to say, my favorite scenes are always like the barbershop scenes. And I feel like that's when they are being the most raunchiest. And I feel like they could do a spin if they want to do a spinoff at all. They could have done a spinoff on the barbershop characters alone because I feel like that would be funny. And they've um somebody asked Arsenio about that. Oh, they did specifically. And they was like, yeah, say? the barbershop scenes were the best. Have you guys thought about doing a spinoff? And he was like, yeah, we've heard that before, but. We already have barbershop. Uh, I get that. And he's like, we already have barbershop, and he but said, you don't have Eddie, it with He said him and Eddie's talked about it before, but they feel like it's it's already been done. The stitch has already been done. No, nah, not not like shop is already not like them. Not like them. Because <laughs> uh, you've got a bunch of different. You got a bunch of these loving hip hop, but people keep making them. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> they keep adding to the franchise. They keep making Housewives of different cities. They keep making Fridays. They keep making a bunch of shit. I mean, but you can have different things and tell different stories. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know the backstories of these, of these barbers. I want to know about their lives. I want to know about... I know Clarence is one of them. Uh, I think Morris is, is uh, Arsenio Hall's character. And mm-hmm. Clarence is Eddie Murphy's character. So I want to know about these people, you know, like, what do they do when they go home? You right. Know? What are they dealing with? Because they, they're elderly. They're old barbers. They, they're dealing with gentrification gentrification in New York. And they're still there. A lot of the places have, have gone and been changing different things. But they're still there. So how are they dealing with that? Right. I feel like it's a story there. But, I mean, you know. Wow. Arsenio said no. Um, but acting wise, do do you think that anybody stood out as like just really did a great job? Um. Oh, we got Steph to just join us up, Steph. And <laughs> just and okay, the easy day family's up in here. Steph and Justice join. Hey, we're what's up, about, guys? We're talking about uh coming to America right now. If you if you hadn't seen, we're talking about coming to America. Um, um acting, bro. I felt like I said I felt like. <laughs> there was a lot of overacting. Nope. Or, yeah, he said no. Nope. You said like what? I felt like it was a lot of overacting. Um, I mean, like uh, Arsenio and um, Eddie. I mean, oh, I wish we, you were here too, Jess. I'm trying to get back on you so you can. Oh, uh oh, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. I feel like shit. <laughs> I got it. All right. I I feel like um, Eddie and Arsenio. I mean, they did what they were gonna do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't expect anything spectacular from them. Yeah. Um, I did not feel like um Wesley Snipes did a a fantastic job. I think he kind of played into whatever. I guess character arc they gave him. Oh, I beg to differ. I think he did a good job. I think I just that, that again. I, like I said, he had the best African accent out of everybody in the film. He showed when he came on and used his African accent. It really showed how bad everyone else's accents were when they tried to do the African accent. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see it. You, we got. We got to stop acting like Wesley Snipes is not a bomb. A bomb I didn't say acting. he wasn't. He is. I said in this. I mean, come on, we got New Jack City. This nigga been acting his ass off for, for decades now. He, no one said he wasn't. I'm talking about, but in this role, who was this character again? Uh, General Izzy. Or yeah, Izzy, General Izzy, Izzy was. Yeah, Izzy. He didn't do it for me. I, I wasn't. I wasn't. Yes, Rick Ross was struggling. <laughs> yeah, we talked. We about had that. already <laughs> said that. Like he was the worst. <laughs> that was. He he was trying his best to hold that accent, but he couldn't. He, no, he he couldn't. <laughs> And that's why, and, he, and it felt like he went over his lines like right when they was putting up the lights. He, like, he, and he might have, he might have. It's like, what's the line again? <laughs> but you, you can do that when you got one line, and, and you're not an actor, and you know you're just doing this because of the fact that they're using your house. You know they trying to get. So she, um, just said, uh, Wesley Snipes is not comical. Um, unless, unless he's in, he's drag. in drag she talking about two on food uh-huh. I remember that film I remember that yes <laughs> I mean what? no Wesley 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 did his thing I don't know what y'all talking about Wesley did his thing this no no I think he did I think yeah no y'all, y'all need to go back and watch it again I did <laughs> I didn't see it okay well who 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 do you think did a really good job outside of Eddie and 
Arsenio. Arsenio. Ugh, man. You trying to say nobody else did a good job? Tiana Taylor. Tiana Tia, she, she had no real she, part she said though. Tiana Taylor, I don't, I, now I don't know where she got that from, but <laughs> not not Tiana Taylor to me either. But <laughs> she she looked amazing. It was a horrible part, but she killed the part. She yeah, and her look, she looked she good. looked she good. amazing. You right? She looked good. I mean, but I didn't like my whole the whole recreating the whole thing of whatever you like and yeah, I, that they was didn't stupid. do that. Like like just give her some a different personality. Again, the writing and directing, like I said. She said, okay, just said no TT. Yeah, I don't think, that, yeah, Tiana Taylor didn't do it. She just looked amazing. She looked good. Look, That's it. She, But she never doesn't, she never does look bad to me. <laughs> That's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, for me, I think Weston Snipes did a great job. Who else did I think? Um, I mean, I really can't. I liked um, James Earl Jones, even though he laid yeah. down the whole time. <laughs> Sherry Headley, she, uh, she looked amazing. <laughs> she looked like she hadn't really aged much. Um, you know, Lisa. She yes, she does. And I totally agree, Just What'd she say? She said uh, Kenya sucked at the writing. Well, Kenya wasn't the only writer, but I mean, yeah. He it had, was five writers, yeah, and, Eddie and it sounded like it. <laughs> it was five, five writers. goddamn different voices. Um, so let's get to let's get to the, the set design and the okay. costumes, because that's what we really talk about. Well, I would give that. They did that. Okay. So the production designer is Jefferson Sage, and we talked about Bridesmaids earlier with uh, Ms. Ms. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And he actually did the production design for that film in 2011. Um, but what really stood out, the costumes. Mm. Can we, on International Women's Day, give it up for Ruth Carter? Come on. Just... Yes. Yes, Ruth. Yeah. You Oscar, with two-time Oscar-winning mm-hmm. costume designer Ruth Carter. She designed the costumes for Black Panther. And mm-hmm. again, for coming to America. Not the original, but coming to the sequel, America. She did these costumes. And she does a thing. If Ruth Carter can't do anything else, that woman... Ah, can... Right, Steph? <laughs> what, what did he say? He said it took five people to write this bullshit. Yeah, you know what? You know what? It took yes. five people to bring these legends back together. That's what it took. Holy schmackamole. Um, now, man, man you could have brought them legends into a lounge and gave them niggas some cigars and, t- and chopped it up, but not put them on this damn film. Listen. That's what I, I, I'm saying. You know, I think again, I, I feel like it was, it was, you know, you're seeing us in black royalty. You're seeing black people come back. You're seeing black people you hadn't seen some in a, in a long time. That's great. You know, and they, they came together and they they did this film. And I, I feel like the film wasn't it wasn't great. No, but it's not as bad as uh, some people are trying to make it out. The film now I went to the film with bad expectations. Like I expected mm-hmm. it to be horrible, and I didn't leave feeling the second time I watched it. I didn't I didn't leave feeling like it was trash. I felt like it was like, it was, okay, now it wasn't funny. Again, uh, it went from rated R to PG thirteen. Did not like funny. that. You know, it, it lost some of its lust, it lost some of the raunchiness right there. But I feel like it was still funny at parts. Not a lot. I mean, it, it made me parts. chuckle once or twice, but it was cheap jokes. It was, uh, and yeah. then for oh, and, and one thing I want to say that irritated me. They kept saying bastard son yeah. like over and over they again. Did. Did. I was like, this shit's not funny. Stop keep like it, it felt like yeah, they kept trying what? to tell the joke. said it was worse. What? <laughs> he said, I'm right, it was worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> Go ahead, bastard son. Yes. I was just like, yo, why do they keep saying this? It's not funny. It wasn't, and I didn't like the the the, the joke with the whole what was it uppity bitch say what when they kept doing it. I'm like, that's so yes. that's the old thing, and they say we do that in Queens. I don't think they do it in Queens anymore, but because uh, that's like a old, like 2000 and early 2000, late 90s kind of joke. 
Um, so I didn't like that. And I, 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 again, the barbershop scene was like the highlight, one of the highlights for me. I, I feel like they did like back to the the. the um, I, I just kind of glossed over Ruth Carter. I gave her a flowers and just moved on. Uh, so Ruth Carter, um, the costumes in every scene. I mean, it's just I don't know how she does. Well, you can tell she she studies and, mm-hmm. and she really she really looks into the culture that she's doing costumes for, mm-hmm. and she took her time with this. I don't know how much time she was given, but she she made the most of her time and she made these people look amazing in their their costumes. I mean, that's one thing that just stood out to me. If you didn't mm-hmm. like the script, you had to like the costume stuff. Come on, now. I know you I know you like the costumes. Yeah, the costumes so, looked great. I I'll, I'll see what you say about that. But uh yeah, the costumes look great. Um production design as far as the sets. How how do you feel the sets look? I mean, I thought I thought it looked authentic. Um, especially when we saw the outside of Rick Ross's house. I don't know mm. if those, the little, I don't know what you call those things that's at the top of the house, the little cylinder-like things. I don't even know what you're talking about. It's, I don't know. It's, I don't. I had to go back and watch it again because I will be watching it again. But the outside of the house, I don't know if he actually has that on her on his house or not or if they CGI'd it. But it's kind of like, I don't know if you've seen a, a you know how they show you like a um, Arabia and mm-hmm. it, they have those like steeple like brown topped okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. steeple like okay, yeah, 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 yeah. so that that's um because if you remember the opening of the original um mm-hmm. coming to America in the castle and everything mm-hmm. it had kind of like that same yeah, making and I did. and I wonder if his house was like that or if they digitally put those things they might have, they might have added to it. make I it can't, I think I've seen Rick Ross house before but I can't remember it having that on top of right uh, to make to make it look like they were um, yeah, shooting in a different country <laughs> you just can't give a compliment without tearing somebody down <laughs> just, just gotta say something negative <laughs> what he said he said the costumes look great but they look like they were leftovers from Black Panther you know what you know what? Well, she needs at least to, I said they she had she, good, needs, she still needs another Oscar for this film for the costume design. I don't care. That's probably the only Oscar this bitch gonna get. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't see nobody else getting no Oscar for this shit. <laughs> um. What? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was good to see these people back together. I feel like the story, the story, was not great. Again, it was not great. The, the film wasn't great, but I don't feel like it was bad. I, I just don't. I don't feel like it was bad. I feel like, you know, the the acting for the most part was pretty, pretty. I mean, pretty good outside of that, you know, uh, Arsenio and Michael, uh, not Michael, uh, Eddie Murphy's uh, African accent. Um, I feel like uh, the girl who plays Lisa, uh, Sherry Headley. I feel like her character. Um, she, the times she tried to be comedic, I just wasn't buying it. Like when she was trying to play drunk, I didn't, I didn't. She was boring. Yeah, it, it wasn't. And then when she, she was, was like at the bar with uh, Leslie Jones' character, Mary, <clears throat> and they were singing, and I just, I didn't laugh at that. I didn't think that was funny. Um, uh, Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it just wasn't funny. <laughs> Steph says Oscar the Grouch because it's trash. <laughs> it it was. It wasn't funny. <laughs> I, I no, it had funny moments. Now, now listen, I like I said, I was I was coming to this planning for it to be the worst, but it was not. Bruh, <clears throat> why is this mm. a makeup artist? The makeup department. There's uh somebody 
their job is called the contact lens technician. They got money for this, so they had to make <clears throat> they had to make sure that somebody was there just to make sure the contacts were in place. Bruh. This cast <laughs> was so got look at this shit. Yeah, this cast it, was yeah. so big. Visual effects. Yeah. It's like 30 of them niggas. And again, I'm glad Kevin Sound Hart had nothing to do with it because Kevin Hart did not need to be in this film. The um, art department is a whole page by itself. Um, but one thing we didn't talk about as well, the sound. So the composer is Jermaine Stegall, or Stegall, have you said. Uh, he did a, a feature film last year called Proximity. As far as music mm-hmm. goes, sound, how did, how did you feel about that? I'll tell you, me personally, I didn't like that Tiana Taylor uh, song number that she did with Jermaine Fowler. I didn't care for that. And he started rapping. Yeah. I was like, yo, and what he the like a, fuck he's like, he's is this? He sounded like Will Smith. Will Smith from back in the day. It was it was so bizarre. Yeah. I, it was so bizarre and unnecessary. No, it wasn't. Um, but I did but you said there were a lot of dance numbers, even though it wasn't a musical. It um, was. I liked the dance numbers. I liked seeing I would have digested it more. The, thing, if, the first dance number was very short to me. That's why I was like, I wanted more, and I'm glad they added more because the first one was just like a few seconds. Yeah. Because it's not a musical. Yeah, but you still <laughs> like you still want that that you still want that feel from that first one when they did they came out and did that they long did that number. Doll, yeah, okay. Yep. They did the one little number, but then yeah. they just had to keep on. Keep it on with the keep on. It was just a lot of number like the the, the why was salt and pepper there again? Yeah, that Why was, was in vogue very, there very again? Cool. Like, yeah, and then they were like doing songs and they kind of changed lyrics around and make it like what a king, what yeah. a king, what a, get the and fuck then, out of and here. And then like, he was leaving on his on that midnight train back to Zamunda. I was just like, yo, yes. yeah, I'm done. <laughs> that like, was not necessary. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> it was so much unnecessities. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. Did we talk God. about cinematography? We did not. Okay, cinematographer is Joe Joey Williams. He was a cinematographer for Empire as well. Did you have a favorite shot? Did I have a favorite shot? I did not. But so I was so distracted with <laughs> all kind of other shit. I didn't even <laughs> look to see specific shots. Um, but I would say that it wasn't my favorite. The most awkward shot was when it was in that damn club. Huh. And no, no, no. When when it got back to the old apartment. And I, I found it really. I feel mm. like they CGI that room. They might have because might've. of the way they had them pre- positioned. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and in Eddie's face, that was the worst. Yeah. Of the CGI yeah, with the was, deep that, face that thing. Real, yeah. That was the worst one when Eddie was sitting on it because I feel like they didn't light they didn't light him up right mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Maybe Stefan can can speak to that. Um. But yeah, that that was an awkward shot. Yeah, that was me when the sim- or like the the cinematography or the editing. I don't know what that goes into, but I was just like, I'm looking at his face and it looks like it's drawn on. Uh, you can just tell it's, it's not a real person. And yeah, I feel like with really the, with that, when you're doing effects like that, you're not supposed to get that close on somebody because you don't want to make it noticeable that they're not real. Yeah, yeah. I think um that 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 made it really awkward. But as mm. far as like. Shots and stuff. I feel again. I feel like the director just basically took old boy's pay, playbook and and shit, copy it and paste. <laughs> that motherfucker said, "Copy, paste, script done." Okay, we're, <laughs> shot we're, list done. And then the uh, <laughs> the, the lion, the whole lion scene that you could tell that was a CGI lion. Yes, as well. um, it looked good though at a distance. At but a distance, when it got when close, it got close you, you could was tell, like 
you know, got kind of got kind of blurry, you know, just <laughs> um Do you know how much the budget was on this joint? I don't. You do you? Cuz word on the street it was 60 million. Uh, well, I don't you know, I I don't know about that. <laughs> um let me see. They they put a whole uh McDowell's in Zamunda now. That shit was stupid. You didn't like that? No. I mean, I thought that was kind of nice. You know, you just adding, you know, they, in the backyard of the house. No, I mean, listen. Uh, Ty, <laughs> Tyrese had a whole what's that? What's that restaurant that he had in his, in his house? Uh, Benihana. He had a Benihana in his house. What's the Benihana? It's like a Japanese restaurant, some kind of high end Japanese restaurant. So people was coming to his house to eat. No, he had. They were just making food for him and his family and his friends. Hmm. He yeah. I guess <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't care for it. I don't. Especially I, I'm in this huge mansion, and then I look back there, and there's some McDowell's. <laughs> you know, she he wanted to make sure that Lisa had her dad close by, so he had brought him to Zamunda. I get it. And even brought the, the white uh, Louis Anderson character as well. You know, he looked it so old. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, he is old. But, yeah, but you know, like John Amos, he looked it really old. He's like, like 80, like 81, 82. And. Yeah, he, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> he's been acting for a long time. And um, the uh, dude that sings, uh, you oh, yeah. is your queen. Yeah, he, I, yeah that, like again, I said that whole song number. Cause, that he sung? Yeah, because it was lip sync and it was just like, in the original, he actually sung. Right. She's your queen to be. And this one, you could tell he was lip syncing. And. <laughs> I and mean, of course, like, yeah. Leslie with the That's my jam. I'm yeah. gonna get it. Too, too over the top. It was, just, it was just really too over the top. Now, one thing that was kind of funny is when uh, he when uh Lavelle got to Zamunda for the first time and realized that the women were bathing. And he was like, you know, all three of y'all bathe me naked and all that. I thought that was kind of funny. And then he mm. goes to talk to his mom, and then she's getting, you know, some some oral attention <laughs> in the bathtub. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's that, that's about as far as they pushed it because it was PG thirteen. They couldn't push it too far. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and you know what? Kind of to kind of think about the whole uh, premise of doing it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking. I, just, I ain't gonna say I was thinking. I just thought about that just a second. Was maybe because of the people who actually are like the 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 fans of the film. Mm-hmm. Like we got kids now. And I say fuck them kids. I say fuck them kids. I want to read it off. I say fuck them kids. Put them kids to bed. This kid, this ain't for them. When this movie came out originally, they weren't even born. They weren't even thought of. So So I'm thinking they like, okay, well, let's just make it a family thing so they can watch it with their kids and they can, you know, have a like a movie. I didn't need that. I didn't need that. We didn't either. I wanted wanted the raunchy coming to America. You know, in the first one, they were showing the women with the breast out when he was getting bathed. I want that. Right. In the booties. Yeah. You know, um, Fran- Franny. Franny, who's that? From um, um, God, what is his name? Jamie Fox show. Oh, Fancy. Fancy. Yeah, yeah. She was one of the girls. Yeah, yeah she was one of the original. I remember her from the original. I saw she came back. She did. Her, yeah, for a little can. Yeah, it was real, real small. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, I did see her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah she came back. Um, so you know, we can we can kind of link. Uh. Yeah, we can go ahead. <clears throat> Let's see. As far as rating this film, now you know how we do when we rate films. It's a we're hurting if we didn't like it, game blouses mm-hmm. if we did like it, and if you're kind of indifferent about it, it's playing in the background. So Maria, what you got? Oh, you already know we're hurting. 
Well, you know what? Damn it, I am a game blouses over here. I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch it a few more times. I'm going to support game blouses. I didn't love the, the movie. I didn't hate it, and they wouldn't play in the background. I'd actually watch it again. Oh my god, game blouses. Yeah. Well, Eddie, you got oh, your Banks. one. You saw the film, Banks. Yeah. What you think? Oh, <laughs> she hit me. She hit me with a <laughs> two, not two chains, but uh, what's the name? Oh, Future. Future. I'm good, love, and joy. <laughs> okay, I'm good, love. Well, y'all ain't got to watch it. I'll watch it for you. And if you yeah. guys have seen the film, let us know what you think because we clearly got different opinions up in this room. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you think. Y'all can always hit us up on Instagram. Let us know how to do that. Uh, how you do that, Maria? Let us know. So you're gonna find us on Instagram at AO Listen Fam and mm-hmm. facebook at ao listen to this fam podcast and seriously this time y'all let it, we're gonna make a post it might have to be a poll and we're gonna ask you if you like the film or not let us know chime in we want to know if you like the film if you didn't because i liked it i didn't hate the film i didn't love the film but i liked it I could have watched paint dry and had the same okay, results. Now you, you really, you really putting, 20, you really putting twenty <laughs> on ten right now. I had the same results, my nigga. Yeah, you like, putting twenty on ten right now. I ain't gonna nah. watch that paint dry. Well, I'm morning. sorry, <laughs> that shit was awful. Well, y'all go, ahead, y'all go to her comments, let her know. Uh, as Maria V Creative, M A R I A T H E. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Come, come, come. I will not be bullied by people who allow Trump to be president. I will not. So always going back to Trump. Trump got to be everything. That's right. I'm not because I haven't forgiven y'all for that shit. (laughs) And I'm still not going to forgive y'all for that shit. (laughs) So you can never say anything to me because I would. That will be my argument point. Weren't you the one that allowed Trump to be president? Get out of here. Don't talk to me. And you can follow me on Instagram as well, uh, at Kevin J. Stone. Uh, TikTok as well. TikTok, Instagram, Kevin J. Stone. Twitter, Kevin J. Stone 1. Yo, real quick. Let me ask you about this TikTok thing, right? Oh, and follow Steph the Director. Steph on Instagram as well. And TikTok. Yep. So, like, I post, like, say I post some photography stuff. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I barely get, like, three views. Three views? I'm saying just a nigga just putting their eyeballs on it. Yeah. But if I post something, some old silly, you know, voiceover or yeah. something, then I'm like, you know, 300, 400, 500 views. People, Wait, they I'm, want I'm the confused. They want the entertainment. They don't want you to see what you really do. They want the entertainment. Okay. I got some entertainment for y'all ass. <laughs> and you got to kind of find a way to like sprinkle in what you do. That's what I think yeah. is the magic yeah. sauce. So yeah, like it's just strange. But yeah, make sure you guys hit us up on TikTok. Hey, what's, your, um, what's your TikTok? I'm at um I'm Maria the Creative and Creative has an eight where the T will be. Okay. So um yeah, just make sure you follow me as well. So C R E eight, the number mm-hmm. eight. Okay. I V E. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I V E. So follow her and uh yeah, let us know your thoughts on the film. Yeah. Hey, and let me say this before we close out. And I've I've typed this pop three times this goddamn week because you people got so emotional about this film <laughs> like <laughs> we can have an opinion okay it's yeah. okay to have an opinion that is different from yours okay film is art and art is subjective mm-hmm. so everybody has a different opinion everybody has a different perspective so the way you see something is not going to be the exact way I see it if that mm-hmm. was the case then we wouldn't have racism 
Yeah, I said that. I'm just saying, like, y'all will not allow people to be... I'm serious. Like, my... Deacon came for me over this film. <laughs> so I just want you guys to really just relax a little he's bit. A, he's all writing the word and hold up. What the fuck she said? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? Like, seriously, guys. I'm over here reading the Bible. What the fuck did she say? <laughs> hold on, Joe. What the fuck did you say? <laughs> like, yo, it's okay for people to have you know opposite opinions of of a black filmmaker even though this was not a black filmmaker film it was a white filmmaker who did the film okay Uh, okay. so we're not tearing him down it was a white filmmaker yes but he was under the direction pretty much of eddie murphy right but people were saying that we were because we didn't like the film we were tearing down another black filmmaker and i was like well the director was white and half the writers were white so we weren't really tearing down black people. But but to have an opinion doesn't mean I'm tearing you down. Right. You know what I'm let's, saying? Let's get that out the way. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you, you need to have critique. Yeah. And that's what's wrong with you niggas now. Because mm-hmm. y'all can't take no critiques and that's why y'all ain't shit. And I was playing. But no, 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 no. Don't, no. don't back down from that. It's truth. Because if she gonna back down from it, I'm gonna step up and say, yeah, yeah y'all, y'all, y'all can't handle criticism. You gotta be able to handle criticism. You got to. How you get better? Yeah. How do you grow? You can't have yes men around you. You gotta have some people that's gonna be real with you. So, I'm yeah, just I saying, like every look, opinions is not hate, guys. It it never has been. Okay, if someone gives you a critique, that is not hate. That is a critique. Yeah. Learn the difference. Yeah. I don't have no reason to hate these people. <laughs> what you know what I'm saying? Eddie hasn't done nothing to me. Arsenio has done nothing. To me. None of these people have done anything to me. But I have an opinion. It did not appease my 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 eyeballs. Okay, I wasn't moved by the film at all. I was just I was low key excited. Like, okay, maybe they might prove me wrong. Mm. Because when they first brought it up, I wasn't on board. I'm like, we don't need it. They, we don't need it. Like, it was a classic on its own. It did what it did. Like all these different stories and and all these new writers out here in these streets. Like, give them a chance. We keep recreating the same stories over and over and over again. <laughs> and these people are sitting here with all these great stories in their binders. And y'all won't give these niggas no kind of chance because all you want to do is watch everything from the 90s. Well, take your ass back there. Go get Doc and get him to get the space, the, 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 the little car, the, 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 the DeLorean. And get your <laughs> ass in there and take your ass back to the 90s because I'm tired. I'm tired, okay? I'm tired of the reboots. I'm tired of the remakes, the reimaginings. Motherfucker, can we do a new... A new. Well, they gonna, Learn the word new. N E W, not recreate. <laughs> God damn. Well, Sorry. You can be I upset. just went off on the, the rant. The reboots are gonna keep coming. I mean, they see it, they selling, so they're gonna keep coming. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Like I even with the you know, they was talking about bringing back true blood. I'm just like Oh really? Yes. Oh. We had ten seasons of true blood, and I'm a huge fan. The tenth season we didn't need, but I digress. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why like the the, the shows or, or movie end with a nice little button. Mm. We don't need you to open that package back up and muddy <laughs> it up. I got a little bit more to say. Right. It's just like, just come on. Like it's so many different um new filmmakers in the scene that yeah. I just want to see, you know, expand like the African filmmakers. Like we seen mm. uh, his house last year. Yeah, we did. Like we wouldn't have these opportunities if you know what I'm saying? If if we weren't continuously trying to recreate, recreate, yeah. recreate, because then where does that put new filmmakers that are coming in the game? 
if all you want to do is watch remakes and shit where, 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 where does that new, put the them the new filmmakers gotta come in by writing a sequel or something and then you know once you get your foot in there you start putting out your shit it's crazy yeah but anyway we got, we're about to get up out of here yeah uh, we hope that y'all enjoyed this episode and if you did make sure that you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts that's right and make sure that you stay well safe. actually um, we're on Spotify too so you Anchor has no. bought I meant Spotify bought Anchor Anchor bought Spotify no, Spotify bought oh, Spotify. Anchor. You're right. Spotify did buy Anchor. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> yeah, so Anchor is actually Spotify's platform now. Yeah. So um, if you rate us, depending on whoever platforms it, it's all going to go back to Spotify anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're, cause they're the distributor. Okay. Does that make Well, that rate us sense? then. You know, just, you know, just rate and us. And leave, leave a comment. Comment yeah. on the show. Let us know what yeah. you think. I mean, you know, we, we okay. like feedback. We do. Um... So what are we going to do this week, Kevin? We are going to stay safe, stay sane, and stay sanitized. Peace.